Welcome to the Anime of the Year episode of Chuchikatri Unlimited Train Works. I remember last time I thought it was Unlimited Rail Works and we were just like, why didn't we call it that? Really foolish, <laughs> ultimately, but we're here now and it's fine. With me as always is Elvi. Hello. The year has ended and we are in a new one, but anime has not ended and that's a problem, I think. Uh- <laughs> Uh, we've yet to see there's no rest for the weary Um. John is also here we will continue to fight for our right to watch anime folks who are we fighting (laughs) anime (laughs) alright I guess so yeah I guess wait okay well I don't know how that fight works but that's fine Uh, special guest we have a special guest who has never been on a podcast before. <laughs> no. Um, we have our old old friend Trixie is here. Which Hello. is great. Yeah, hi. It's, it's been me. A minute. Yeah. Probably or, a little longer than a minute. Maybe a few minutes. But Yeah. Uh, it's been a uh, while. Uh, happy to have you here again. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, um, I would uh, join in this fight for anime by your camp two season two came out today so i i think i'll be good on that for a while <laughs> yeah you just need to relax and go camping it's fine everyone yeah. else has to fight but uh those damn Eurocamp fans they don't have to do anything <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah so we're all here this is four four again it hasn't been four of us for a while i guess we had that four-man episode with us was scott came on right yes like a while ago what that was year was time. that <laughs> great question that's something we've been asking a lot that, yeah, but. Uh, i feel like this episode in general is a very that how long ago was that uh type mood um because we are going to go over uh our yearly picks for what we think is the best of various categories in anime of 2020 the longest year in existence um and uh we'll try not to take too long <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We can take as long as we want, though. You know, the listeners don't get a choice. You um, don't. All right. How, what categories do we want to start with here? Do we just want to run out like an outline of every category, or do we just want to go beat by beat? What do we want to do? I, think I, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm inclined to agree. I have, um. 
I have all the folks' answers as well because we got some uh, some some people some of our listeners sent in answers. So you know, you had like what like a month and a half to <laughs> fill out the form. So it's your own damn fault if you didn't send it in. Just saying. All right. Um, so how about we start with best opening? Would that be a good opening to start with best opening? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right. It would. Who would like to go first? Anyone can go. Uh, I guess I can, I'll volunteer. You want to go? Yeah. All right. Sure. Yeah. Right out the gate. Trixie content. There you go. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, my answer is a very easy one, but uh, Isaac in all the way. I think uh, <laughs> even long after that anime uh, stopped there in the year 20 something, uh, I have still gone back to that opening like all the time. Uh, it's just too catchy. I can quickly say that was my pick as well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> very good song. It's also an amazing video. It's a very fun video, and I highly recommend checking out that duo's other stuff. It's really They have really fun music. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I agree. <laughs> I, think it, I think it was a very fun... Yeah, it was a very happy, fun, motivating song starting off the year. So, <laughs> gotta keep that vibe going. I mean, mm-hmm. like, it was may as well have been a meme for a while, honestly. Right, it was, I'm surprised uh, it didn't. I'm, it should be. Gotta bring it back. <laughs> yeah, we gotta bring it back. Well, when they make the... Uh... Oh, wait, did they already make the live-action movie? I don't know. Yes. I think so. It, okay. it did come out yeah. around the same time, actually. Yeah, a little after, I think. John, what did you what did you pick for best opening? What did you think? So, I basically agreed with y'all. Like, I mean, I listened to the Izoken OP a whole lot, but I figured I'd throw my hat in with another song. Uh, Kaguya Season 2's opening... It was Ooh, also yeah. very good, yeah. It, like, it, obviously, Kaguya's music is always incredible. Um, but that new song, that so good, so catchy. And, I mean, Kaguya Season 2 was definitely not as good as the first season. I still think it was pretty good, but, you know, I feel like Season 1 knocked it out of the park. The OP was just as good, maybe even better than season ones. So it, it charted the, the it topped the charts uh, in Japan. I know, so you know, you're it not deserves alone. it. Yeah, it's a good song. Uh, so for mine, I picked uh, a, an anime I forgot I watched, but I really liked the opening, and I have it on multiple playlists. Is the the Kakushi Goto opening? Um, okay, which is a very um, I would say, I don't know if I'd say, like, older style song. It's a very different style of anime opening. Uh, it's very, it's a lot slower and stuff like that, um, mm-hmm. which I appreciate as much as someone who very much listens to hype anime openings pretty often. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a nice uh, change of pace, and I liked it a lot looking it up. Okay. The ending for that one's good, too. I didn't pick that for my best ending, but the ending for that show is also pretty good. Uh, it's a song mm-hmm. from the 80s. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, uh, before we move on. Oh, yes, yes, we yes. Got the answers. Yeah. Yeah. So Shoeless answered Hatena by Penguin Research, the Gundam Build Divers Rerise uh, opening. It's an interesting one. Uh, Airy replied with uh, Easy Breezy from Izoken as well. Uh, Robin said Kakushigoto. So we got that. That's a good one. Um. Someone who just called themselves Horn Dog just wrote Naruto. 
Thanks, horn dog. <laughs> what? Thank you. I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. If it's an uh, Arto German opening, you know, I get it. Like, yeah, yeah. every year. Um, Duder uh, says Needle Knot from Ikebukuro Westgate Park. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, it, it's a good song. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something I watch. Yeah. And Boston says uh, Dora Hidoros. <laughs> oh, Dora Hidoros was really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It was. Another anime that it's like that was last year though, you know? I uh, It does yeah. feel older for some reason. <laughs> I mean it's an old work, you know, right? Like what, early two thousands, so <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Um Alright, you know what? I wanna go real quick because I this was one that I had to think about for a while. Quickest drop that we had here. <laughs> um which is the anime that you dropped the fastest. Uh I'm gonna drop mine real quick first, right out the gate. Uh, it was uh, Seton Academy Join the Pack. Do you remember this one? Is this the oh that yeah, the horny animal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I kept that going one... a little more after you, but then I dropped it too at some. Yeah, point. I was shocked <laughs> that you went further than me because usually I go further than you on these things. I feel like <laughs> like you're like ah, I got out of here. I'm safe, but <laughs> man, that yeah. one. That so one. real, so real quick, I'm gonna mention that you all, you all mentioned this one after I posted the thing. So nobody answered this. Quickest drop. Yeah, I never got to put that on the on the list. I didn't get to answer that. I didn't see that. So oh, now I have no. to think about it. I have to think about it. Okay, you can go last then. Uh, Trixie, do you have Please. one for here? Uh, yeah, I technically a tie between uh, Digimon Adventure and uh, Uzaki-chan. Uh, Digimon just, I think, will never be my thing, which I've accepted by this point. But uh, Uzaki-chan is, uh, what a show. I mean... <laughs> what a saga, too. Um, <laughs> beyond the show. Just the show itself was, like... I, I've, I've had enough of these, like, awful, like, n- random, like anime adaptations just because whoever picks these anime adaptations on committee boards like is really drawn to these like weird waifu girls or whatever it's like <laughs> it, it's it's just give give these like give these women a poor break just don't adapt them let them run the manga <laughs> industry Jesus. Let them be some sexy box art. They don't need to yeah, be in motion. Or be, or be like yeah. a blood donation sign. It's fine. Yeah, let, let them get canceled She's for blood donation. She's happy that way. I, and we could have left it there and whatever. But. I mean, spoilers. This was also my worst blight on the year. Uh, yeah, well. well, you're not alone, let's say. <laughs> I, yeah. Ugh. Elvie, what did you have here? So it's uh, it's also tied for me where I dropped it on the second episode between Kumokuma Bear and Noblesse for two oh, very different wow. reasons. You know, Kumokuma Bear was just not funny for me. I'm sure it was funny for someone, but I just found it really boring. It was, again, just a, another long-standing legacy of what Isekai has done to anime, where this was another thing that was trying to make fun of fantasy stuff and whatnot, but it was just doing it in such a bland way, I felt. And there was very interesting discussion, too. I read more where people were like, oh, the characterized... I don't know. There was, like, some weird division, too, between how the manga was compared to what the anime was doing, too. 
Uh, Noblis was unfortunately, yeah, Noblis was unfortunately another, <laughs> another like webtoon adaptation disaster. <laughs> it just really also. It's very out- chaotic. It was just. It just. It also was just going really so very boring and unfortunately it didn't look good either it just it just felt very cheaply animated um and i had no idea what the story was going towards at all um so just dropped it while i could <laughs> i'm uh, i'm like eight episodes into that i think uh-huh. somehow and i have no idea what's going on i'm gonna be real with you i, I don't right. know that's exactly what was happening uh there was no indicator it was going to explain the story <laughs> yeah uh my my girlfriend was telling me that she had read the webtoon like years ago um and that uh she didn't remember anything either. <laughs> and that could also be just a reflection that it's it was maybe it's not actually a good webtoon you know to be honest but how how they're presenting it is not doing it justice if they want to make it better you know yeah <laughs> and this is a 24 episode one right or something oh gosh is it i, don't I know. think so and again, I, I, mean, <laughs> I saw crunchyroll put out an instagram filter and i was like okay whoa yeah, <laughs> yeah really thank you crunchyroll <laughs> thanks crunchyroll glad you could <laughs> pay for that uh uh john did you think of one yes uh so I technically also have two, but I feel kind of bad mentioning them because they both were kind of not their fault. Um, my answers are both uh, the new season of Love Live and the uh, new Higarashi show, both because I just don't have any context for them. Like, for Higarashi, that was just because, you know, it was, you know, a, a reboot and I didn't know, or, or like a continuation and I didn't know. And then for Love Live, honestly, that was just because uh, we were, like, sampling some stuff in Chooch Chat, and I figured I'd throw it in there, and, you know, I walked away being like, this is fine, but also not really my thing, so I won't keep watching it. Um, I guess the... I guess the actual answer I have is also tied with these, is uh, that Dogeza show, oh. because I only watched <laughs> one episode of that. That was last year too. Oh my god! That was the that was last season. If you can believe that, I know. It's uh, it's it's rough out there, folks. (laughs) We've all aged so much. We really have. (laughs) To be fair um, with Higurashi, no one knew uh, about that until they just dropped it on. I know that seemed like a a bad bad move on their part. I it really was. It was it was a it was a dumb like it was a dumb way to like get people's attention. It was not smart. Like you right? can't just then be like, oh yeah, but people anyone could watch, and it's like it's like, well anyone could watch, sure. But, you know, <laughs> like that's when like the <laughs> Mass Effect three came out, and they were like, right. oh yeah, play Mass Effect three is the first one. We have a great mode for it, and it's like, what? No, <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Um, it uh, it kind of reminded me like I I obviously uh didn't know the whole context at the time but uh it kind of reminded me of Metal Gear Solid 2 in a way but like even more not yeah way. like yeah, it was trying it to pull that feels off like but that. it couldn't yeah yeah and like yeah I and I and I still love the Higurashi reboot or whatever the fuck it is but it's just what a bad way to like what a bad way to do your audience, I guess. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, let's see here. How about best visuals? This is one I didn't think about that much. Uh, 
Elvie, would you like to go first for best visuals? Yeah, this is a tricky one because there were a lot of really good looking high production yeah. things. In addition to the fact we have also some very interesting experimental stuff that I think should also be considered. So it was very tricky to like weigh like, okay, this was a very uniquely done thing and I think they did it well. But also this actually just like looks good. This is great animation. And I'm gonna say Burn the Witch. Um, but I wonder I'm but I but I'm not gonna like hold firm on that because I feel like it's it's kinda on the cusp of being considered a film technically. It's like like I don't know, like this is like a weird thing. This is like a special, so I don't know if it was if that's deserving in terms of like, like being a series. Because otherwise, I would say Isaacen for how like it just really conveyed. I think what the idea of the actual, you know, what animation is in a way by by in, in conveying like both what the girls create in the show, in addition to like just the, just the typical, you know, the classic Yuasa house style where it's. Where you know you have these very stylized, cartoony characters, but they move in such like a like a, a very fluid and smooth way. Um, so that's so I'm kind of like torn between those two. Like I think Burn the Witch was like really like excellently well done, beautiful. Like every everything that moved looked great. Like but at the same time, it kind of had it kind of it, it was purposely cinematic. You know, it kind of purposely had a cinematic production. It didn't seem like it was supposed to be a series. It seemed like it was supposed to be a movie instead. So. I, I, for series, it would be Isaac and I think. All right, that's yeah. I think I, th- I, I yeah. I don't know what to call. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think this whole time what to call Burn the Witch, and I don't really know. Yeah. I don't really know. I was gonna say like OVA, I guess, is the best yeah. one you could say because it's not quite. Mm-hmm. Um. So for mine, I had a bunch that I was bouncing around because like I was considering like as much as I was like eh, about it, like Aquadama Drive looked really good uh, visually. Uh, I was really impressed with the stuff they did in there. Um, I ended up on Id Invaded. Uh, oh yeah, that's which was from the beginning of the year, and that yeah, one yeah. was originally anime. That that one just had a lot of really good environmental design uh, that really made it look uh, different and fresh. I think from a lot of other anime that were going on, especially for an original work. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of like uh, I don't know how to like. Uh, like you know that game Antichamber? Have you ever seen that? It's less yeah. sort of like that, uh, yeah, yeah. but like e- even more elaborate and like houses that are puzzle pieces going together and stuff like that. It was cool. It was neat. I really liked nice. uh, to look at it. Um, John, you can go now. Yeah, if you'd like. So this was another one that wasn't on the list when I created the doc. Oh so, no, really? You know. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, we kept asking but- stuff. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's okay. Um, so I could just answer for me, though. Um, this is another thing where I feel like I want to shout out something that would normally not get shouted out because, you know, I, again, like, Izoken is an easy answer. But uh, I wanted to give a shout out to two Pokemon things that came out uh, this year. The first was the Pokemon Twilight Wings uh, series. Oh, yeah. Th- those, that, yeah, that, uh, yeah. Yeah, the OVA that got uh, posted on YouTube. It was very pretty. It was um, just super well animated, super high budget. You know, it wasn't necessarily like stylistic or anything, but it was very nice to look at just Pokemon so well animated and so like lovingly rendered. But the other thing I want to shout out, I guess, on the other side of things that I don't think a lot of people watched, actually, was uh, it was just called Poketune. Uh, it was that 
one animated short that was animated in the style of Tom and Jerry, but it was a Pokemon short. And uh, that's on YouTube. I don't know if it's on, like, English YouTube. You might have to, like, go to, like, YouTube.jp or something. I don't know. But it might be on U.S. YouTube. I, I, I don't know. You have to look it up. But it is very, very well animated. Very fun. Again, it is just... It It feels like it was ripped straight from, like, the, the like Tom and Jerry era minus any weird racism or anything like that. It is just a fun little cartoon that is animated super, super well. And so, yeah, I'll give a shout-out to those two Pokemon things, definitely. That's very on-brand. Yeah, you know, sometimes you gotta you gotta play to the part. Trixie, what did you... Did you pick one for this? I'm sorry, it wasn't on the nah, list, I guess it was. You, I you mean, I... Saw it. Yeah, I saw it. Uh, I, I was stuck between two... Uh, I so I'm just gonna shout out both, uh, not Isaac and even though Isaac and would be my pick because like John said, like too easy need to shout out other stuff. Uh, I really love Adachi and Shimamura's uh, Instagram filter esque uh, style. It's uh, very well suited for that show. It looks really gorgeous and well executed. Uh, it can get way too much at times, but I think uh, for the most part it balances out. It's uh pretty uh over filtered sensibilities uh i'm a really big fan of that uh it was uh it's the only real issue i had with that is that there was uh the i i forget the little alien child's name but uh uh there's an alien child that has very <laughs> sparkly alien. yeah uh they don't explain it really yeah uh, i figured not yeah <laughs> uh she her hair just sparkles all the time when she's on screen, so it's uh, it can be quite distracting actually, uh, probably intentionally so, but you know, uh, and Akudama Drive was the other one I had. Uh, I, it's it just looks really really good. Like they, everything about that show is f- very stylized to my taste exactly. Uh, which is. I, I can't, it's probably one of the few things I can't fault that show on at all, just because the visual style is so, uh, Kodaka knows exactly what he wants, uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, even visually, like, he has such an aesthetic and, uh, sort of on-brand sort of, uh, visual style he likes to go for that, uh, it just makes, uh, that whole thing look really, uh, sleek and, uh, futuristic which is very uh fitting on the show yeah for sure i was like blown away that was the thing i kept saying like every week was just like wow like it looks really really good yeah uh they always managed to up the ante too on how like how the visuals would look like just when you thought they couldn't look any wilder they just like kept going with the mm-hmm all right, so no readers. <laughs> I'm sorry, picking all the ones we added. I didn't even know. I'm just like drawing them from a hat in my brain right now. I don't know. It's okay. Um, all right, let's see here. Uh, uh, oh yeah, okay. Let's go for character you want to fling to the sun. Okay. All right, uh, John, you can go first this time, if you'd like. Folks, the dog. <laughs> The dog. The relationship with the dog is so conflicted. (laughs) 
I have quite the history with the dog, and I feel like the dog is both a blessing and a curse to me. We we love the dog. We hate the dog. We cherish the dog. We despise it. So my answer for character I want to fling into the sun is still Princess Latte. Every single fucking week, that bastard animal gets sick to symbolize the spreading disease that is ruining us all the pathogerms the the current quarantine we're always constantly reminded of what we go through every day because that fucking dog so you spite the dog because it's a mirror of of ourselves do you blame me (laughs) do you blame me for feeling this way about the dog the mirror of our society Mm. I don't know. You know, like, I guess I can't blame you. I guess I can't blame (laughs) you. I don't know the dog well enough to defend it, I think. Look, all I know is that Healing Good Preacher is going to end pretty soon, like straight up. And when it's over, I legitimately don't know what I'm going to do with myself. I don't think I, I, I don't think I should watch another season of Precure. I feel like if I did, it would be wrong. I think I should have the one season... And that's it. Just, I experienced it. The dog was sick. I had the Twitter account and it's over. So that's right. The dog will be flung into the sun by me or by uh, King Pathogerm. Who's to say? I'd going to say it'd be you probably because I think the show no, will yes. have them win. But you, we wouldn't, yeah. you wouldn't want that. That's true. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> uh, who do you want to fling into the sun? Yeah, I so I, I mentioned the show briefly before, but the ninja character from Gymnastic Samurai, I don't understand why. Oh, right. I completely forgot His about that. His name is Leonardo, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I found that out by the time I got to the second to last episode. I did not know his name the whole time. Yeah, he's, he's just... Yeah, it's just... Oh, God. I Like, I hate these, like... In, like infant like adult characters they're not funny they're supposed to be funny that's why they're there they're supposed to be like they're supposed to serve as this like foil to like maybe another character who's like mature they're not funny they're never funny well okay they're, they're like i could okay but i i can't think of examples right now where that, that this is success this this trope is successful but in this case it's not it just it's just more infuriating if anything and he kind of he basically stands in i think what my problem was with the series which i've mentioned before where it's it's an original concept but then they're they're trying too hard to be quirky in a lot of ways and it's just more frustrating where, where i kind of just want to watch what the main plot is which is like an older like you know a guy who's like pressured to retire from gymnastics mm-hmm. and he has to deal with being a single dad and his daughter and i just want to focus on that but then they have like all these eccentric things going on and it's too much and he is just kind of the he's just kind of what <laughs> the epitome of my problem with the show is he's not, I mean, again, he's not that bad, but he's definitely like a frustrating character, I think. That did not need to be there, I think. And then my other, my my other um, second place, I would say, is the wow. main character from the day I became God, because... Oh, yeah. Of, like, how far that... Which, which initially was not an issue before, but with how the series I ended, he kind of has to be flung to the sun, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we'll get to that later. <laughs> but, uh, um, Trixie, what do you, what do you, what is yours? What is yours? Who do you, who do you hmm. want a sentence to this fate? 
This was a legitimately tough one. There were many characters uh, from the last year <laughs> that I wanted to like just fling into the sun. Uh, but after much reflection, I think it has to be Elena from Wonder <laughs> Wow. Yeah. I, right. I, I get that her character is supposed to be one of like arrogance and whatnot, but I think uh, she was really not... Uh, it was not justified uh, through her actions, I think, I will say. And it just made it very infuriating every episode. Yeah, she didn't improve. She didn't learn anything. She didn't... Uh... And the one episode where she did learn something, it was they just picked up as if she didn't learn anything, I guess. The Joker baby. <laughs> <laughs> what, a sh- well, what a character, I should say. <laughs> what really. a character, yeah. <laughs> I I I want to I want to like arrogant, no good characters like Elena, but she really was just not it. I think. No, yeah. Um. Okay, so mine was the main character of Rental Girlfriend, uh, because he is a terrible individual, and <laughs> I've had to see him yank his hog in animated form, which is something I wish I had never it's seen. It's in every episode, though. It's, it's in every, every episode. The ending, yeah, the ending is a bunch of girls cheerleading him. To, he's oh. having a fantasy, yeah, he's having a dream, basically. It's like a wet dream. <laughs> and I thought that was, ah, oh, but this guy, he spends, like, listen, he is financing these women to an extent, so I'm like, okay, you know, it's not all bad. They're getting something. However, he just is insane. He just makes, it's it's a nightmare to watch him he his friends are horrible his friends are awful every time i've seen them then he thinks that they're cool uh he doesn't respect women um i just don't like him you gotta i want him to go out get out of there if it was just if that show was all the girls instead it would be way better that's all i'm saying mm-hmm. so you have answers to this okay one. good <laughs> Uh, Shoeless answered Nyataran, also from, uh, also from... Which one is that, a cat? That's the little cat, yes. Uh. Oh! (laughs) You recall the the little fucked up cat? Yeah. Um, I have to check each one of these because I don't know, um, who answered what. Uh, Robin just answered the characters from Rent-A-Girlfriend, so just in general... (laughs) It is true. I think the problem with the main character is because he's also enabled. Um, That's true. You get this impression all the women like just hate it and acknowledge it, but then kind of don't do anything. It's really weird. Especially oh, you know the main what? girl. The main girl's like really like clear with it, but then she kind of just, I don't know, she kind of, she's not assertive as you think it is. She I, it's, it's really weird. I'm backing this up and I'm going to say the grandmother from Rental Girlfriend oh, she, because she is the she instigator is the of all of this and she, she, she plays Kang Cole and Azur Lane. So, like, oh, she is a villain. She is she is a monster. She's the one who should get thrown into the sun. She's lived long enough anyway. She's wow. in the hospital. She might die. <laughs> <sighs> For some reason, so, they look like why she's in the hospital. So I, I have read over uh, the the horn dog person's <laughs> answers, and okay. it seems like they're just trying to fuck with us because they said that the, they answered Uzaki for a bunch of questions and then said I didn't actually watch Uzaki. So fuck you. No, you were wow. not reading any of yours. 
Wild. <laughs> yeah, we're not reading any more of yours. Um, and then that's it. That's all we have. Okay. So, all right. Um, let's flip this and say best character. Um, Trixie, what did you pick for best character? Hmm. I I d- uh, did the easy thing and went with an Isaac and answer again. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, but Sayaka Kanamori, uh, probably. One of the most memorable protagonists uh, in recent history for me. Just uh, very charismatic, very cool, very uh, knowledgeable, very... uh, as She steals the camera a lot of the time, basically. Which is impressive, given the the rest of the cast. Uh, Wonderful character, all around. Yeah, a standout, if you would. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Difference. Um. All right, John. How about you? What did you think? Uh, I think my favorite character this year was probably Princess Cialis from <laughs> Sleepy Princess. Every goddamn episode was a delight to see what that little gremlin would get up to, and every single episode it was something hilarious. So we love. Princess Cialis, we love we love Sleepy Princess in this house, so she is my answer for sure. So mine was almost her, um, mm-hmm. and you know it is in my heart. However, I was thinking about it, and I I, I said Kaguya from Kaguya this season specifically okay. because she lost so many brain cells and has transcended into a new form of character <laughs> uh, that she wasn't previously. Uh, specifically with the Kaguya court scenes where she is arguing against herself and stuff like that. I thought that was really good. Um, re- I just, yeah, I really liked how Kaguya just degraded uh, over this season. I think. Into a more normal person, really. Into a more normal person. Less twisted. Yeah. Uh, that's what I picked. She, yeah, she got knocked down a peg and, you know, yeah. she, she needed that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, Elvi, what's what's your? Uh... I I would have to say Dino from Gowan Dino. <laughs> oh, I don't yeah. understand what that creature is. Hell yeah! It's it, he manages to be both cute but also terrifying with the implications that they have shown in this series. He has some sort of bizarre. He's some sort of vessel for some reason that is important to the time stream in some way (laughs) he's significant and he doesn't even know it and crossing paths with him could prove dangerous or beautiful for you it depends (laughs) Uh, but no it was such a lovely series but yeah I just he he literally is just two eyes and a line for a face yet he was probably the most expressive character I've seen this entire year It's so good. His silence. His silence just said so much in everything and everything he was reacting to. Such like you know, to, to like all these. Also, a lot. You know, for the most part, it is a mundane series, but to like all these mundane things and how he's reacting to him is really good. In spite of the fact that he did, he doesn't even have real dialogue. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very right. cute. I could watch him camping forever, probably. Yeah, there was a yeah the little the little um. You know, and it's not, it's, I don't, I can't tell actually, which is what's impressive, but I don't think it's real stop motion. I think it's just really 3D animation where they make it look like stop motion. But those little interstitials where the ramen is, you know, the, the loading, <laughs> which is the waiting time for ramen. I wonder if it's legit. I should try it at one time if I make cup noodle ramen and follow that time they have at the bottom of the meter. If that's like <laughs> a great 
time like oh yeah my ramen's cool but no those are the best where like there's no dialogue at all and it's just him chilling in the room and or maybe there's another character with him and i love those segments it's a good pick uh john were there any for this one Shula said Freddy from Gundam Build Drivers Re-Rise. I think Shula really liked Gundam Build Drivers Re-Rise. Um, <laughs> Robin answered Kazuma Kenzaki. Did not specify uh, who that is. I'm going to have to Google that. Uh, oh, from Common Rider. That's <laughs> Robin. <laughs> that counts, I think. Yeah, it's kind of. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Duder answered Shin from Doro Hidoro. Oh, yeah. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's it. That's what we got. All right. Then next up, let's go with... Best OST. Um, I'll go first here, and I just picked uh, BNA. Because okay. it had a good... Uh, Mostly when I was thinking of the music stuff for this, I was thinking, like, there's a lot of stuff that I think is really good. However, there are, like, things that were, like, different from a lot of other shows. And that's what I really wanted to think about. Because I was just, like, it's good that these things were more different. Like, that one had a very, uh, like, synth-heavy soundtrack. And I appreciated that. I thought it was nice. Um, All right. uh, John, what did you pick? I pick Sleepy Princess again. <laughs> I love I the character that, songs. Yes, I love. <laughs> I, I I just liked listening to all the different songs that were in that show. It was just very fun to hear. Uh, pretty much, you know, it, it accentuated all the dumb bullshit that was going on in every episode. So definite approval here. Good choice, um, LV. I would say Doro Hidoro. I agree. It kind of yeah. has the same weirdness to it, where I think it captures also the mood of the series really well, where it's like this weird industrial rock, but also electronic. I don't know, just it's just very, it, it's it's very it's a very interesting. It go, it, but it's everything's very catchy too, which <laughs> which is also a good thing. But yeah, All right. if, it's, if it's the zaniness of the world, having a different ending every time also was like yeah. really, really good, or every arc, I guess, uh, right, was right. really nice, uh, and they did such inventive things with the visuals for that stuff too it was uh they're just a good good ass good adaptation it was just good um all right trixie what did you pick magia record that soundtrack was banging like it was madoka uh music is so good every time i'm a sucker for it i'll never get enough of it uh so magia record was basically just uh Drip feeding me that good uh, shit. You know, I feel like I would have picked that, but like since I was exposed to all that music beforehand, right? Because I I played the video game, mm-hmm. it didn't. It, I I probably was just used to it, so it didn't stand out to me as much. But it is really really good. Yeah, that's um, valid. That uh, that last song they had at the very last episode was very oh, yeah. reminiscent of the classics of Madoka as well. Absolutely. Uh, Yuki so, just a beast in music every time. So I do know that they canceled the game in America. <laughs> Is it still going on in Japan? It's still do going on in Japan, yeah. Do you think it's going to have another season? Yeah, it does. They said it's in, in work. They're doing all the 10th oh. anniversary yeah, stuff right was, now. 
Okay. This was confirmed a while ago that there will there was going to be a new season. I I have yeah. to imagine what happened with the game is they expected it to like get fake go numbers after the anime ended or something uh, like when the anime yeah. was airing and then the anime didn't because they ended it like right after the anime aired so it's very mm-hmm. much like yeah it, I I don't know why you think Madoka has the same crowd appeal as like you know fake go. <laughs> That's kind of that's kind of not great if that's setting the standard for like mobile games. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's a little too high. <laughs> why do you think we there's if you ever go to Crunchyroll or Anime News Network, right. there's a cancellation of a game every week. So <laughs> it's not a great. Yes, twenty twenty one might be the slow death of gotcha games, and only Fate Go will exist. It's gonna I, be Fate Go, Grand Blue, and like one or two yeah, other the games. Big, the you big know? five. Yeah. And uh, uh, I'm trying to remember what the other one is. Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem's, still. Fire yeah, Emblem. Ar- Ar- Fire Emblem's on its last Ar- legs over. Let oh, me tell it? you. I oh. went I went for a little visit and it is grim over there. <laughs> yeah, they have a subscription by. model. <laughs> they have yeah. uh, battle oh, pass on top of the it's not great. It's not a good scene. Um Okay. Uh was there any written in here, John? Uh for best OST? Yeah. Yes, there was. Um let's see here. Uh, Kurara said Aizoken, which that right. is a solid answer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had really fun songs during, like, the scenic mm-hmm. scenes. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, Robin, again, again, Common Rider O's. <laughs> that didn't even come out this year. It came out, like, a decade ago. <laughs> yeah, a Common Rider decade. I can make uh. a joke. <laughs> Folks. Uh, let's I see. I think it counts. Uh, all right, well. <laughs> you think a common writer from 2010 <laughs> or whatever counts? I disagree. Well, that's it. That, that's all we got. Started. It's okay. That's okay. all we got, so. Okay. Um, all right. Um, uh, well, let's get this out of the way. This one's a fun one. Biggest what the sweet hell moment of the year. <laughs> Uh, Elvie, would you like to get us started with this? Um, so I wasn't sure if this was referring to a series or, like, an event, like, in real life, but I have answers for <laughs> it both. It could be either, I think. It could be both. <laughs> um, the What the Sweet Hell moment would be, uh, for, for anime, it would be the existence of the Island of Giant Insects and the fact that it was a <laughs> Kickstarter for, to propel a dub. I don't know what I don't know how that's going. I have never checked up. It succeeded the second time because they promised an uncensored version. They called yeah. it uncensored. Oh, that's what happened. Okay, but if we yeah, so that's that's my that's my if we're talking about a specific like media. Right? <laughs> I was just <laughs> thinking about her walking down the hallway now again. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! That was almost my tightest shit moment. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, it is that is what a what a bad movie. Like, and again to reiterate, this was something that was trying to be a B movie, but it was just more offensive than like, oh, okay, I get what you're doing. No, it was just offensive. Um, in terms of real life, Anime Dallas is both funny and sad. <laughs> oh. And good luck, Texas. Uh, that's all I can say. If you're in Texas right now, do take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. I have nothing else to say on that. You you know what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> Christ. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Trixie, what did you have here for this fun category? <laughs> uh, I'm 
It was, uh, I can't lie, it was out of the loop for anime for a lot of the year uh, in general, but uh, one thing that was very, uh, what the sweet hell to me was just the existence of the uh, Dogeza anime. Like, <laughs> it is just, fairly, fairly deranged, I would say. Yeah, like, they, like, people adapt a lot of, like, sick shit for anime, but that's, like, some... <laughs> I, I haven't even, I haven't seen it. Uh, I don't need to see it. It's just, I just its very existence is bizarre to me. Like, I don't know. We watched we watched one episode in Chooch Chat, and I feel like that brought us together in a way that like, like I don't know, like accidentally watching a snuff film would bring someone together. You know. Like, <laughs> Uh, maybe not that bad, but it was it, it it really ingrained in our psyche. Like it was like we are we are blood brothers now. Like <laughs> Christ, it's yeah, it's even more depraved because that this is again. I I talk about like I've seen this manga. I like read a bit of it. Like this is like a years old manga. This is like year old. Like who who thought of like I'm gonna we're gonna dig this up and adapt it for 2020 in these desperate times like that was that is what sort of puzzling to me this is something that was not recent at all for someone to think about randomly and be like oh yeah this thing came out let's adapt it I I think you answered your own question there where it's desperate times and Dogeza is literally <laughs> as desperate, desperate as measures the man is to see this yeah. women strip and not do anything with it <laughs> exactly jeez. Yeah. Earlier, Trixie said something shouldn't be adapted and left to rot in a blank somewhere. That's that's how I feel about this, you know? It's right on the money. Yeah. 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 Um, my pick here is... Uh, so I had two here. Um, mm-hmm. The first one was the one that I figured just makes the most sense, which is uh, the second episode of Elena. Um Oh god. That's yeah. the one that really just made you sit back and go. <laughs> that's <where> hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that's when the first alarm rang and we were like, oh, Cuz the first episode really was just normal was <laughs> uh pretty standard fit. And then that second episode, it starts and you're like, "Hmm." And then it keeps going and you're like, "Hmm." <laughs> I mean, to be fair with that first episode, I went back to rewatch it. That was like some gaslighting, like it was, nonsense. But it, it was, but it was it's like lying. it was like at the case where you know you don't know what that show is going to be like, so it's like you think this is just her hard beginnings or something, you know, like yeah. her. Mm. Uh, yeah, my second one is uh, inner species reviewers. Just everything that happened with it. Oh God. Oh. TV Tokyo realizing that they just allowed hentai to be aired straight up on TV <laughs> <laughs> was a truly incredible moment, I must say. Funimation, like, having to back out of dubbing yeah. And then the worst kinds of people also came out for- Like, not, yeah, for, upping over, its thing. Over something stupid, just to, like, troll the rating system in places. Too. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, the tri- Trixie and the I were talking- stuff before the show about how like they had to change the entire algorithm for these websites review systems because it um yeah and just the fact that you know they were adapting the series that like i don't i don't i won't have any strong opinions about the series overall but knowing that the the main series is like the book or whatever just like jokingly references the sex scenes but the actual like the animators decided i'm just gonna animate it 
I'm just going to draw the sex scene happening. You know what? And I saw some of those and they were. Yeah. They were they unreal. Look, they, real, they really looked explicit from what I've seen. Like, yeah. And this was just, this was just a weird case example of like how far an adaptation to go. And yeah, I agree. Again, I have never read the manga, but as far as I know, it, it literally doesn't even show anything. Yeah. It's probably yeah. even like probably softer than the average edgy at the anime. Mm-hmm. was like, we're going to just make a full on. They just. Porn, whoa. We've said this numerous times on this podcast and the other podcasts everywhere. These people need to get it out of their brains, the horny disease. We need, like, <laughs> there needs to be, like, a shower they have to go through to get to work. Like, a really like cold shower. Brain. Just. I don't know what, I don't, I, I don't know science enough to, like, be like, okay, this is the horny lobe of the brain that needs to be cleansed. <laughs> Just get zapped when they you enter. Have, like, you know, kind of like how you have a neti pot for if your, if your, if your mucus is really bad. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Empty the cum brain, yeah. <laughs> A similar thing too. If you if you have bad earwax, you know you have to like you actually have to go to a specialist and drain it out because yeah. it's like yeah. that's not normal. Like if you have it, you got you got to do the same for the cum lobe mm-hmm. of your brain. Yeah, <laughs> the cum lobe. Oh, the alive. <laughs> oh my god. I've like I've seen like a couple clips out of context of the non-sex parts of that show, and this seems normal enough. It's normal. So yeah. Like, yeah. No. Yeah. yeah and, so, and like I and genuinely, I think some of those parts seem funny too. Like oh, like again, it's just a whole riff on like making fun of fantasy stuff but everything else is just one no i saw i saw that hyena girl go full hog inside of oh, someone yeah. and i was just like wow okay this is on the air wow all right <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, like like they don't actually like they, they they show as much as physically possible like they, they really did fucking they really they did like, like just an inch cusp of way of showing full on genitals that's how yeah little left was there to show for it enough to be like which is Mm -hmm. insane to me that you get away with that right right well they didn't get away with it in the end they got kicked off of every network (laughs) yeah i think it did finish though like otherwise i think yeah yeah i I think probably i think as a net anime though however yeah uh, yeah and i think right i think right stuff is selling the dvd now (laughs) which oh wow I mean, you know, like they sell straight up porno on there, you know, like yeah, they yeah, they do that. So, you know, if they're going to do it, they'll do that. So, you know, whatever. If you want that, it's there. Um, <laughs> my answer is, um, I mean, I think some of y'all will agree with this. Uh, I think the thing that made me say what the sweet held the most this year was just everything involving Uzaki. And I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. continued to escalate. Yeah, I'll be honest. I mean, not to be that guy, but honestly, it was on both sides for real because there were abs. Yeah. There were absolutely people who were just like, you know, being like, oh, you can't like censor me or whatever. You're, you're, you know, I want to have my big titty anime, whatever. And those people, whatever. But there were absolutely people, and I, I, I gotta look and see because uh, someone someone did answer with with a phrase that was yes here. Um, Karara made said probably said it probably the best possible way here. Epic Uzaki Chan phrenology. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because people uh. did that. People measured her head to try to say that being into her was pedophilia. Like it was not great. And, like, I don't know, like, 
There can be, there is an entire argument and a ton of people that will argue over, you know, being into anime girls, is it inherently gross or not? And like, you know, there's arguments over, you know, if you think a character who looks one way and they say they're 16 and looks another way and they say that they're 22 and they basically look the same. Like, you know, there's all kinds of arguments about that. But I feel like at the end of the day, everyone was being a fucking moron about Uzaki-chan. And then I don't think it necessarily counts because it happened this year, but it's not going to get talked about at all later, probably, because we're going to have other shit to talk about. So we definitely have to shout out the uh, quick little tidbit where the Uzaki-chan author started retweeting a bunch of, like, conspiracy theory shit about the attempted coup where they were, like, saying that it was Antifa doing it or whatever. And that was hilarious and stupid. And Uh. I... I, I, I can I will continue my stance that we need to, you know, go with death of the author and say that Uzaki Chan is now a leftist and I, we need to go she, with she, what Trixie said at the beginning to bring it again. <laughs> she needs to stay in let her, her just rot in the manga industry yeah. forever. No, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. In the manga in the manga she starts re- she reads the Communist Manifesto and she's always bothering her senpai. <laughs> yeah. Saying, hey, senpai, you need to read some, you need to read some pamphlets. Hey, senpai, how do you feel about workers' rights? You know, I think that's what it should be now. Honestly, Uzaki-chan doesn't even deserve the discourse that it got. It wasn't even that good. It wasn't even that notable of a show, but because it was, I feel like, yeah. No, I, 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 I completely agree. Like, it was, like, I watched that whole first season because, you know, it was interesting to talk about. But it was interesting to talk about specifically because it wasn't really interesting to talk about, you know? It was just like, here's the show that really doesn't deserve all the attention that it got. It only got the attention it got because people were fighting over it. And it's like, you know, whatever. If if people didn't flip out about it, it would have just went in one ear and out the other, you know? Like, the horny yep. people would have kept jacking off to it. And it would have been done. But it was such a big deal. It, it's it's the same slot as something like Goblin Slayer or Shield Hero, except f- the actual content of the show isn't worth getting mad about. You know, like, yeah. we, we're, like, we can sit here and talk all kinds of shit about Shield Hero or Goblin Slayer and it would be, like, justified. But Uzaki-chan is, like, is exactly like hundreds of other romance animes. And, you know, it, it has moments that I legitimately liked. Yeah. But, you know, at the end of the day, you walk away from it, and you're just like, yeah, that was like a three out of five show. Whatever. All right. Uh, was that everybody? For here? Yeah, was that? Yep. Yep. What a okay. Sagoi Dekai anime, right? Huh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's Ooh. let's go over the, the answers here. Um, Robin said uh, Wandering Witch was also uh, her uh, with the Sweet Hell moment of the year. So you agree there. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Uh, did anyone else answer that one? No, nobody else did. Okay. All right. Um, okay. So next up, I'm going to do most surprising. Um, and uh, I'll go first here and say, uh, I said Sleepy Princess, because that is one of my favorite shows in a while. And uh, I really thought it was just going to be boring after the first bit. I, I've seen other animes from that studio, and they sort of wore off their charm pretty quick. Um, 
I've seen similar things where they have one joke. I'm trying to think of that one from like a couple of years ago that was like the same thing where it's just like it's one joke, but then it was really was just one joke. <laughs> um, can't think of it right now, but yeah, this one just continued. It just really good stuff. Just great, mm-hmm. heartwarming, warm, nightmarish, criminal. <laughs> uh, it's got it all. It was just great. Mm-hmm. I watched it twice uh, with two different groups of people, so. Uh, that should be an indicator of how surprised I was by how good it was that I was willing to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, John, what was yours? Uh, mine is the same answer. Absolutely Sleepy Princess. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, you mentioned that the um, that the animation studio, you know, had probably done similar things and with that, without success. But this show definitely survived as well as it did just by its, you know, snappy pace, as well as just how good the writing was. You know, it's, it's extremely funny. The character's dialogue carries it completely because yeah, it is basically the same joke over and over, but the way, how well animated it is, you know, again, you know, that, that, that you can give the credit to the animation studio for that one. But on top of that, just how well written it is, how fun the characters are, and the great character designs. You know, you have to give a shout out to the manga as well. So, Rocket absolutely, yeah, absolutely, Sleepy Sleepy Princess number one with a bullet. Most surprising, but like in a good way. Very good, very good surprise. All right, Elvie, how about you? Um, <clears throat> most surprising for me was um, legitimately the rock climbing girls anime. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Because, which is which is an interesting opposite issue that interspecies view. I think the anime like had no ended up having no fan service whatsoever compared to what I think the manga source material is. Um, and again, you, you can tell by looking at you know without even cracking open the book, but the manga like clearly seems to be like a horny thing for you know rock climbing. You know, like oh let's you know let's make rock climbing horny. And again, like how the deliberate decision of their designs to not reflect how like actual professional rock climbing is. Again, they're wearing shorts, and that's not ideal for rock climbing at all. That will scrape your knees. Um, but the anime, in the end, um, going in, you know, there were some moments that were like, oh, okay, they try to show someone's butt and whatever. But the anime, and then was just a straightforward sports show. Uh, there was nothing at all, like really beyond the first three episodes. It really got focused and honed in on like a particular, yeah, again, a tournament arc. It just became a tournament arc show, um, and I was really into it. They legitimately were like going in, explaining intensely, not explaining per se, but like I guess really explaining the logic behind like how rock climbing works. It really went into the whole thing how. A lot, you know, a lot of sports shows go into this, like, but like, you know, like legitimate character drama and motivation. Like, it really, it really caught me off guard how normal this show was, and actually legitimately <laughs> interesting too. Um, like, literally, there was like uh, at the end, there was like a, a scene in, I don't know, it's like a classic like face down scene where like I like one of the girls she she had to confront like a rival character in the showers, and they showed absolutely nothing. They literally were just only showing their heads the whole time. And I have to wonder, like, what the manga did in that scene compared, but I feel like the anime team for this was like, no, we're going to do a straightforward sports show. (laughs) We're not going to do any of that shit. So, weirdly enough, it's something I would recommend if you just want. It's also only, like, 11 to 12 episodes, and that's it. I don't think it has anything else after this. And I think the manga alone is only three volumes. I really don't know if there's any continuation or sequel to this at all. Um, So, literally, if for some reason you want a sports anime fix, this could be it. 
Like, you can just watch it and let go. No strings attached compared to how many sports series are very long. So that's a recommendation from me, oddly enough. The rock, you know, um, Iwakageru Rock Climbing Girls. <laughs> I, I, wow. I wasn't expecting that. I have to say, I'm surprised by your surprise. <laughs> You're surprised here. by my surprise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised. I didn't expect that. Wow. Well, I'm happy for you. <laughs> I, I know. I, and your rocks. I, or fake rocks. Yeah, uh, you know, I, and I have to remind you because this this show did not end up on any of the categories because I did not know where to put it as much as I did. But hentai heroes after that, <laughs> this was a shocking like turnaround, you know, for me for my sure. life for my year <laughs> for your life. <laughs> uh, fuck hentai heroes. That was that year too. Oh man, <laughs> it was. It was. I think. I think it, it was after the first. Uh, yeah, after like after the winter season, the first mm-hmm. winter season into spring. All right, Trixie, what do you got? What do you got? What are you shocked? What's odd? Uh, you, Magia Record was very surprising to me. Uh, after uh, I was extremely disappointed by a uh, Faco Babylonia. Honestly, uh, yeah, I walked away from that not impressed at all. It looked cool, but that was basically it for me. Even though I love. Uh, that chapter of the game uh i'm with you i'm with you so i go into magia record not even expecting that much and it ends up being like one of my favorite shows of the year just like i've never played the game so i didn't really have any huge expectations i guess but i was still wary because it's a gotcha adaptation but it actually like was very coherent uh was dazzling in many ways beyond uh just visuals and uh whatnot uh the characters were fantastic, I think, uh, even though they could they could have developed a little bit more, I think. But that's like nitpicking for me because everything else was just like so wonderfully done. Like that's like the standard for gotcha game adaptations for me. Honestly, it should be in general. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I was really impressed as someone who played the game. Um, how like it. Uh, they really just made the story way better. Cause the problem with all gacha games is that they always have the part of the story where you're going forward. And then it's just like, uh Oh, we have to fight bats ah, yeah. or something like that. <laughs> and they just cut, like there was so much of that imagine record and they trimmed it out completely out and just like really succinctly, like delivered everything that happened in that nice. story. And it was, I, I, as someone who played the game, it was like watching it like a better version of it. Just like all mm-hmm. over again. It was great. The opposite the- of the fake go problem. <laughs> Yeah, basically. The only thing that really did struck a bad note with me was, uh, well, two. One, they introduced an OC at the very start of the show and then never talk about her again, which baffled me. Like, I thought she was a game character, but no, she's just, like, an OC for that show, specifically. And then they just don't touch on her ever again. Uh, and the ending was such a, like huge cliffhanger like it was mind-blowing like how much they left open completely like basically like they were so confident they were getting another season i guess that's the only way it can make sense of that ending yeah we'll find out soon that 10th anniversary you know it's, uh, it's already been 10 years oh, yeah god i don't think i don't get to feel old because i didn't watch madoka until 2013 so i'm fine um <laughs> uh, all right john was there anything for this one in there and most surprising yeah 
All right. Well, Shoeless answered Izokan, which okay. you know, if you if you don't know like the history of the creator, you know, I could see that that was a bit of a surprise about how good it was. Um, let me let me keep looking. Uh, Robin answered Kaguya-sama Love is War Season 2. So, it's continuing to be that... Continuing to be that good. You know, it was a surprise that it continued to be as good. Um, Duder said, The Misfit of Demon King Academy. I don't even think I heard of that. I talked about it a couple times. It was... Like I said, I think, too, it was like... It was surprising because it's one of those shows where it's like the dude is super powered or whatever. Mm-hmm. And but they actually made him like a normal person, I guess, instead mm-hmm. of like either being like, you know how like in most of those shows it's like, oh, I'm super strong, but I'm shy or like I'm super yeah. strong or whatever. He was just like really confident dude who's just like, you know what? I'm going to solve racism. and classism and all this other stuff and i'm going to support women's rights and that's just all he did in that whole show and it was just like you know what sure okay i was surprised by that show as well because i thought i would just be annoyed by it okay and that's it all right uh let's see uh overlooked uh i believe this would be an anime that was you know, we think didn't get its time in the sun, I believe. Is that what we're going for with this one? Mm-hmm. Okay. I put that guy already. All right, yeah. so I bet this one is not in your list of John for the... Uh... It was not, no. Okay, you can go last while you think about this. Okay, thank you. Uh, that sounded really... <laughs> <laughs> so we think about your actions, John. Uh, uh, Trixie, how about you go first? How about you? You won last last time, so... You can... Hmm, I... Uh, I actually didn't watch enough that i don't know what was overlooked or not i just mainly stuck to a lot of uh the bigger anime so okay i don't actually i well i'll just say a hey a camp because it's a spinoff of your camp so people sure. probably won't watch spinoffs enough so i didn't see anyone mention it who even liked your camp i had to remind a few people about it i yeah, I wa- I watched it. I definitely watched it. it. It's so it's really cute. But I yeah, it's they're literally just like two minute, you know, little mm-hmm. little skits. And I, I, and not that not that people were shitting on it, but more like people were like, why wasn't this longer? That's that was definitely the thing. But I'm like, I thought it was fine the way it was. Yeah, so it, like, was it was uh, yeah, the it was the comedy was paced like, very well in that yeah. I thought. Yeah, I think it benefited like what. They clearly like, yeah, this is meant to be short, so here are how the things were. Um, here, exactly. I mean, here's how we're pacing it. Yeah. That was mostly what it is. And I agree. Yeah, I agree in a sense that would probably be considered overlooked. Yeah. yeah well, Elvie, what is, what is yours? What is your overlooked okay, choice? Okay, this then? one, this this one's interesting because this is, um, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think I've seen marketing for this. I could be wrong. But the only reason I know about it because I was because every every few months, you know, this, you know, the, the artist I follow every few months, there there are people who are going horny over some sort of new Luxia boys love thing. Oh yeah, no, I follow thing. the same people probably. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what is it this time? And th- this turns out to be actually not a live action drama because you know it could be you know someone just making fan art or some sort of web novel or something new came out. This is an anime. This is actually a Chinese anime called. Um, Heaven's Official Blessing, and the studio who made this was the studio, you know, and I don't know if people recall this, but this was the same studio who made um, 
to be hero, to be heroine, like those two oh, right. um, series like a long time ago. Um, and this is like a gorgeous, I actually not done with this, but this is like a gorgeous series. Art. It's stunningly beautiful. Um, and again, yeah, this is a Chinese studio. Um, yeah, and I think, um, so Funimation's distributing this, and Billy Billy's actually distributing this, so they probably have the series up, too, in Billy Billy. Um, might, they might be producers as well. But, yeah, basically, it's actually a boys' love series. This is based on a web novel, and it's basically about, like, a guy who, he's, like, he's like an ascended spirit, basically, in, in the lore of the world. Um, and he, along with two other, like, guys, um, they're basically sent down back to Earth to help solve problems. Um, and that's kind of like the gist of what the series is. And yeah, like, the, and then like literally the last episode, I think only aired this week for this season. I think it already is confirmed for a second season. Um, but yeah, it's just something I recommend checking out. Um, I know some, I know some of the negative criticism for it is like, it's very slow paced. It really is. <laughs> Actually, we literally don't see the main love interest until who knows how long. Um, but I think that's very standard for like a lot of Chinese dramas where a lot of them are really long and they expect to have so many episodes. They were that confident in doing that. And that's, I think, unfortunately, very typical of like soap operas to just stretch out things for no reason. They don't have to. Um, yeah, but, um, yeah, this is something I actually highly recommend. I, it's very interesting to see more Chinese animation, like on the radar, because this is like, it's honestly like really stunning. It's like beautiful. The illustrations for it are beautiful. Like the just the you know the two D art, not even the animation per se. But yeah, it's great. It's it's yeah and yeah again. It's like a it, again like aside from it being like a romance again, which seems to be on the back burner as far as I know so far. But it is marketed as a romance, even though I don't see it yet. Um, it's like a martial arts action thing. So mm. yeah, I recommend it. That's a good one to pull out. I would say that is the definition of overlooked, I would say, probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I picked Great Pretender because Netflix, uh, you know, if a show goes to Netflix, you forget it exists. <laughs> yep. I did too. And oh this being gosh. an original work. I forgot about, I, was, I kept saying to myself, I think I'm going to watch that at some point. Hey, it's all out now. You could watch it all. Oh, okay. Because um, they released it very inconsistently as well. Um, right. I recall Very that. poorly. Um, Even yeah. though, like, the show was already ahead in Japan. Yep. Right? Was that the issue? Yep. Which is so sense. If there's one thing I hope <laughs> is learned this year, maybe, it's that I hope Netflix realizes that they should stop hoarding anime until it is done and then dropping it all at once, like, a month after it finishes, because it is killing those shows so bad. Like. Yep. Yeah, based on, like, that anime slate, um, I forgot the name of the show, but, like, it seems like there's going to be, hopefully, more actual direct studio involvement, like, with the distribution of these shows and how that's handled. Again, I don't know, like, how that's going to work, but it seems like, act like, it seems like the actual anime studios are going to be directly involved with talking and, like, negotiating with Netflix, as opposed to just, like, here's the rights to this, like, no, for, you know. <laughs> but also, I guess it's because those are shows being purposely produced under the netflix label like as original show so i don't know how they're gonna still handle like maybe something already made in, in, you know, yeah yeah but I, th I think there is like obviously like a growing acknowledgement that yeah like anime is big so we're gonna probably do better with it but again not holding any hopes up. yeah not <laughs> holding any hopes up i would like to see it but uh because mm. they've got like way of the house husband and other stuff coming next year Mm -hmm. And it's like, I would like those to be good. Like, you know, you look at uh, BNA, 
stuff shows like that like you'd think right. bna would have been huge right like you think right. but it, it really wasn't like it was popular but it was not as big as you think it would have been just because of the netflix curse mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. all right john did you think of one yes i did all right let's hear it all right, my, my answer is uh dragon quest at okay. least uh in the circles that i run in people aren't talking too much about it you know I don't think it's anything like knock your pants off or anything, but it's a fun enough shonen show, and I think more folks should at least give it a look. All right. Um. Let's see. Uh, did we have anything for that, or was that one added post? That was added post. Okay. All right. Uh, let's go with the one right underneath that most baffling anime. So, um. All right. Uh, Trixie, do you want to take this one first? I don't know if you want to... Sure, I actually have one for this. Uh, I... And this will show uh, exactly the sort of shit I subject myself to every year as well, but... uh, (laughs) Nekopara was quite the show. Um, Yeah. So, I've... I have read uh, some of the visual novel, and Mm. let me tell you, that the VN is like child's play compared to how weird that anime is oh. like that <laughs> it's like i've to say that uh it's one thing to have cat maids uh <laughs> as like the center of your show but having like society is like cats in these societies are basically like slaves almost is yeah. like and that's like an anime invention, I think. They don't talk about this in the VN, from what I remember. So they basically... They, they don't, yeah. They basically invented this concept of anim- anthropomorphic uh, cats just being slaves, basically, to yeah. humans. The little oh bell. Gosh, so, like, there's like, a ca- there's like a cast system for cat Yes, exactly. <laughs> like... What in the world? And the- Actually, yeah, there was an article I read about, yeah, talking about this. It's insane. <laughs> and... And, like, the the so-called, like, plot, in quotes, of the uh, anime is kicked off when they find this abandoned child cat in the streets, like, which raises all sorts of troubling, like, questions about... This show is... It's disturbing. Also, also the show's hornier than the VN, like, which I... Is the VN was kind of horny, but like the show just really like goes in on the fan service and the like, mm-hmm. and the there's this one character that just talks about like how moist she is, like mm-hmm. in half the scenes that uh, she's in, and it was enough to get me to drop this show uh, off <laughs> oh that alone. Uh, yeah, that would be my pick for uh, most baffling anime. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. That's a yeah, pretty good one. Uh, John, what do you got? I got Wandering Witch. <laughs> it, is that, it is baffling. It is baffling. Yeah, I think that fits that to a T. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No reason for that show to be like that. <laughs> it ain't right, yeah. It's not right. That anime ain't right, Bobby. No, it's not right. <laughs> uh, um... All right, LV, what do you got? What do you got? So, so you know, again, Hentai Heroes could have been in this category, but it's not, because it is exactly what I expected. Sure, yeah. Kind of. 
Um, and, uh, but I would, again, I, w- I would put Gymnastic Samurai because there were just so many moments in the show where I was very confused by the decisions they made in terms of its direction, and it could have just been a normal show, and they just, no, they just had to make, a, like, a lot of characters weird on purpose, or, like, they had to make, they had to, like, force in a lot of strange arcs that didn't really add anything at all to the main, like, direction of the plot, um, and yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it was just, it was just very odd. It was way too odd that it needed to be. It's just, it's a weird one in general, just like, it's, I mean, the original shows always, not always, but usually have this problem where it's like, you know, hey, uh, we have to fill time, we don't, we don't have it all, and that's what sounds like happened with right. that one. Yeah. Okay. Mine. Do you remember when I talked about Plunderer? Because I remember that it happened this oh, year. Was that last year? Was that, that was, was that last year. Yeah. Um, that, that feels like 2019. It does feel like 2019. Uh, <laughs> this one, I don't even know what to say about this one. It was like, like we uh, we talked earlier in the year about like you know people were talking about how like Shonen Jump has like a lot of weird stuff like Chainsaw Man being in there is probably not great yeah. stuff like that and like the, the there was a dude who was bringing a petition specifically to say like there's so much sexual assault in these things and it's treated as jokes and that's just getting left in kids' brains and mm. this series was just that like that was like the whole thing uh, supported by a very flimsy like isekai style like not even isekai but like just weird like backstory rich lore type thing but it was just an excuse for them to keep making jokes like that for the entire series and they expect you to like care about these characters and like them when like but only the men obviously um Mm -hmm. who have the rich problems or whatever and it was just like this sucks so bad. I just, I could not believe that that was a show that got made, let alone got two core anime. Mm-hmm. Like, that got 24 episodes. I just could not understand it. Ugh. Um, was there anything in there for this one, Sean? Or was this after the fact as well? No, there were some answers for this one. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Karara said interspecies reviewers. Oh. Yeah. Very definitely. baffling how that happened. Yeah. <laughs> uh I I think I think Ari might have thought that uh Slime Isekai was last year, but I think it was 2019. No, but you know what? The you know what? Uh the other slime one. What other the, slime one? There's another slime one that was this season. This last season. Uh where he raised slimes and had them make a laundry shop shop for him. I talked okay. about it a couple times. Okay. <laughs> it's uh, unrelated to the other slime. It's completely though. unrelated. Oh, completely okay. Different. That actually sounds cute. That sounds like a cute concept. Is it, it, is it's it, fine. Is it it's oh, just it's very fine. boring. It's very, very... Uh, Robin also answered interspecies reviewers. It was really um, something. It really was <laughs> just like, what the fuck is this? Why? It it truly it truly fucked us all up. Uh, and that, that is it, though. Disrupted okay. the anime industry. Would say that, <laughs> or at least, or at least reviewer sites. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go for it. Tightest shit. Yeah. Um, all right, I'm gonna go first with this one and say I said just decadence existing. Uh, <laughs> hell of a program. Really, just 
wild. I was every week. I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude! The little guy's doing something." And uh, I really did not expect that show to be as good as it was, especially for an original work. It was just, uh, it was really good. I just want to specifically say the moment when that, I forgot their names, so when that one character decided to fling himself into the poop. Uh, oh, yeah, the, the drunk robot. And murdered himself to explode the... <laughs> that was incredible. That was amazing. <laughs> Hearing this have context is so wild. It's an insane show. <laughs> I think you would like it, Trixie. Yeah. I think you would really I think like, you it, would like it. It's very good. It's, it's, it, like, it pulls a twist up front in the beginning. And, like, it's it's very... It really, I think, hooked about Rose and I. And was like, oh, this is fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> they, nice. they really, I think, I think they really owned up to it and really justified why that happened the way it did. It, it's very interesting. It, it was the type of thing where I was worried early on because they had that twist so big. I was like, they're going to have a second twist. And they never did. It just kept going. Yeah. Like, I was just like, all right, like, oh, you know what? Fun. <laughs> sure. Nice. Um... All right, LV. LV. Oh, this is tough because I think, like, the action scenes in Fire Force and Jujutsu Kaisen were really good. Like, just stunning. They were very, like, like, you know, like, wow, like, peak of Sakuga, I think. Like, they were very good, like, individually. And I can't even name singular fights. Like, I think all of their fights and action sequences are really good. But just the con- like, and it's still this now. This is still an ongoing series, from my understanding, right? We talked about this, and, like, it wasn't clear. It seems like there's just a pause right now, and it hasn't updated for me, but. Just the concept of Moriarty, where this fucker <laughs> is going around, just encouraging people to be like, "Listen, you gotta, you gotta murder. We got, we're gonna murder these like rich fuckers ruining your life." That's pretty tight. Yeah, no, it owns. That's it definitely tight. owns. That's, and that's, he's the good I, guy too. That's the best part. Yeah, like the people that are killing are legitimately shitty. It's not even like just some ra- like they are legitimately shitty. The most, the most insane thing to me, and we haven't talked about this, but just to quickly go into, it, is like the two episode arc where we're on the shit ship. I said shit. I'm sorry. Well, we're on the Poo- shit. Poo- <laughs> I'm sorry, decadent shit. Um... <laughs> No, but the the two episodes were like two episodes where they're on a ship, like a, like a, on a passenger liner, and there's this insane, unhinged man who just views like people poor him in such a vile way. Like he views them as animals. He's horrible, and just that whole sequence where they're like making him go insane, and like they're chasing him. And, and I'm not going to go into it unless we go into it later. But like, just that was like, and <laughs> that was incredible. Like they just. It was like an incredible example of like turning the tables, basically, where he had this horrible perspective of like wanting to hunt down people lesser than him, and in the end, he became the prey himself. Like that was just a very poignant like thing um, that happened. But yeah, just the, yeah, just that show in general was like insane, and that wow, they had the audacity to really like put this out there. I know that that's the thing that really surprised me about that show continually is just that like you keep expecting them to be like, oh, maybe the ends don't yeah, justify like, the means, back. but no, he's right. fucking doing it and they're just like sick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. Um, and, it's, and again, I stand by it still gets too ridiculous. I think it gets yeah. too cartoonish and it's <laughs> not believable at all. Like, and that can definitely turn people off where it's like, this is not how like people like this act in real life, but I still think it's fun in that way. <laughs> Rich people need um, to be that's bullied. Just, like, good old, like, okay. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, John, how about you? I wrote probably another, uh, perfectly on brand thing. Uh, when Mewtwo showed up in the Pokemon <laughs> special anime yeah, and uh-huh. just whipped everyone's ass. Holy <laughs> shit. 
Holy <laughs> shit! He didn't take anything. He just beat their fucking ass and just left. He was just like, I don't care. Y'all aren't good enough for me. You can't catch me. I'm going. I'm leaving. Bye. And that was it. Loved it. Loved it. Anytime Mewtwo does cool shit, I love it. It activates the monkey brain. There you go. I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> uh, Trixie, what do you got? What do you got? Alright, uh, so I wasn't too hot on Akudama Drive for the vast majority of it, but uh, in its final arc, it really just like kicked into high gear for me and uh, actually became super enjoyable. I think, like, turns out uh, when you just have the best characters of the show left, uh, they can be really That's true. good yeah. and actually make the show cool to watch. Uh, I don't know, uh, like, like I'm so conflicted about that show and Kodaka's yeah. and writing in general, but like I can't deny it, like that final stretch of episodes really like just made me go fuck yes every single time like <laughs> anything cool happened. Like it was that's like the Kodaka shit I wish he did like more often. Really like mm-hmm. focusing on the uh, the cool characters and the. Uh, their interactions and actually like sick ass action scenes and ridiculous twists that managed to make sense as opposed to some ridiculous bullshit in that show that like doesn't actually make sense but still has twists anyway because he thought it was cool or something i don't know but that uh yeah the ending yeah. of that show redeemed itself for me I think, like, the thing that got me about that show is, like, like you genuinely nailed it how I felt about it. Because, like, at the that ending arc, I think, is pretty good. It was the fucking doctor lady. I think she just, like, really was just, like, bad for that show with what they were doing with her. And, like, yeah. really just dragged it down. And stuff with the police, too, was eh, for a while, also. Yeah, I mean, at least, at least I could see what uh, was being try to be done with that the doctor lady like she like uh, i don't know it was the most self-indulgent like worst character writing i've seen from uh from kodaka in a while mm-hmm. yeah it made that sure. show just really unbearable to watch for a <laughs> while all right uh john what answers all right Shulis said uh, something that I am inclined to agree with. Uh, the episode that Nyataran got cucked in Healing Good Future. <laughs> what? Um, oh, right. Yeah, I do that remember happened. this. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Where he oh, fell gosh. in love with the lady and then turned out that she was married. It was, um, you know, insane. Um, you know, that, that hasn't stopped most fictional characters. Little mascot animals like that bee. So I don't know why... Uh, that is Tango true. Stopped by this. The cat. It was the cat. But yeah. Oh, the um, cat. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. No, you're fine. Uh, Robin answered Arc Zero Finisher Perfect Conclusion, which I think is also a common writer. <laughs> Probably thing. a common writer thing. Ah. Um. <laughs> uh. Okay. Uh. Duder answered. Um. Sinon turning a bow into her sniper rifle from GGO in Sword Art Online Alicization Season 2. That was pretty sick. She just decided to make her bow a gun. Mm. And everyone else is using fantasy weapons. She was just like, you know what? (laughs) Fuck it. I would like that. 
that. That's 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 convenient. That is pretty tight. <laughs> I'm inclined to to agree with that one, and that's all we got. All right. Um, uh, got a few categories left here. Let's go with. Did we do worst blight on the year? No, not yet. No. All right, let's do worst blight on the year. Let's do it. All right. All right. Okay. I'm gonna say right away. I just said Uzaki Chan. Yeah, I did too. No, I have another answer that's not okay. also Uzaki because that one was too easy for me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I and it's a. Uh, uh, Tokyo uh, Sinks 2020. Uh, oh, I really you mean did Tokyo not. Stinks? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. got um, them. That's all I've heard uh, about it. Is, uh, Ooh, yeah, I haven't heard good things. It, uh, it started out uh, interesting and then quickly stopped being interesting or good <laughs> in any capacity. Uh, That's a shame. That's a shame. Uh, with, nah, I don't know what happened with that show, uh, but it <laughs> something must have happened because it just... It just doesn't have like anything going for it really, except for the music. Like, but that's about all I can really say kindly about it. Mm-hmm. They used all the brain juice on uh, on Isaacin. Didn't have any <laughs> yeah. left. That that must be a. It's the only explanation. I, yeah, I w- yeah, I wonder what the production time on it is too. I'm pretty sure you should not like work on multiple projects at the same time, and that could be. <laughs> Especially, uh, not like yeah especially like those specific ones i think uh, especially which the, especially that latter one being really heavy and like that could have been you know especially in light of everything going on that could have been a very interesting thing to approach in a new way and I, it seems like it seems it, it sounds like a case of like just doing where it just sounds like a straight adaptation but in the most dull way as possible too um <laughs> with no, not much effort it sounds like it's like it's just like misery porn. Like that's the best right? I can say yeah, about okay. Tokyo yeah. Sinks twenty twenty. Yeah, that's that's sure. what I had heard. Yeah, tragic. All right, uh, LV, what do you got? What do you got? Oh, this is hard because everyone kind of said <laughs> what I <laughs> would make sense. Um, oh, God, this is tricky. Um, at this, yeah, I, I, I think, I think interspecies reviewers though should take the cake for this for my in my opinion because i think that's what started the problem and i don't know what the problem is <laughs> but it started <laughs> wait when did this air i need to find out the 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 problem i don't know what the problem is this is in capital letters. the problem is in uh, capital p i don't know what it is but it started the problem it's a, it started some sort of problem now we're here oh my god I it believe was it, it definitely oh. it, it, it i think it definitely you know, it's kind of like one of the plagues sent by God. You know, through <laughs> it started. It's one of those. It was the fir- I think it was the first warning sign. Yeah. The year was going January 11th, <laughs> right here. Like, that's it. it. it this, it's the harbinger. Yeah, this happened in January. Yeah. yeah, this happened early in the year, the first quarter of the year. Oh, God. Years. It was before everything. I think it caused the, it caused the landslide to. It really did. Where Good we Lord. are now, and we're now oh, on the ground. Oh, no. Good Lord. <laughs> um. Yeah, it that just, sucks. Yeah, again, like, I, yeah, again, I just, I just, again, I brought it up earlier. It just, it just gathered the worst kinds of people and brought out all the horrible anime people from their basements to come out just to like bash that ten amazing rating on Mal to troll the haters, and it was just, 
it was a unifying moment for all those gremlins. For over so something, it was. Uh, and again, this the problem is I don't think it's the show per se. Like again, I. I think my problem with this show, this show I never really watched and invested time in besides seeing stuff out of context, is that if they wanted to make a porn, they should own up to it, you know? It should just be a porn. They should not be like, like, like this, and this is a huge problem with like a lot of etchy that's getting more and more explicit. Like, no, own up and be a porn. Stop being a coward. And if anything, like, if what you want to do is probably like improve also the porn industry and how people like view it and maybe the stigma to it you might be doing it a favor if you actually make something good and i, I don't know i'm sure there's a bigger complicated issue but that's kind of my thing it's like a cowardice show for that way where it's like mm-hmm. it's trying to be a porn but it's also not like come on but I, I but yeah again what i'm talking about is the bigger issue that surrounded the show and all that stuff that followed it and not led to it so yeah again i'm think i'm blaming interspecies reviewers for everything bad that happened last year so all right, John, what do you got? Well, as as I previously said, the uh, the show that scarred to chat for, for all time was definitely uh, Dogeza. <laughs> so that is my blade of the year. It, it harmed us all. You'll never recover. No, I won't. All right, do we got anything uh, uh, sent in for this one? We did. Uh, Shoeless answered, wow, weird, it's smartphone isekai again. <laughs> <laughs> uh. something to think about I still I still think it is very funny that we um that we that we uh, watched that together and um it was bad he, it was very bad <laughs> yeah that's a, that you know mm-hmm. yeah um Karara said attack on titan which that's I can fair. see that yeah that's fair uh, Ari wrote Goblin Slayer, which was not this year. I don't think. Right? <laughs> it did have a movie, I think, actually. All right, Goblin Slayer movie. I mean, All right, there you go. These things, these things are so bad. They like unfortunately perpetuate to another year. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Robin Sedusaki. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Uh, Duder said, uh, "Hentai heroes." So you have. <laughs> You have someone in your corner, Elvie. There's a win for it! Yeah. Someone out there has watched it with me. I, well, yeah, I think I, t- I talked with Duder in the anime channel once in a while about the show. Yeah. Yes, I recall this. <laughs> uh. And that's it. Okay. Alright, on the back burner, is this okay. the one that is a show from this year that we are going to come back to later, I believe, is what mm-hmm. we're going with? Yes. Was that the uh, intention, Elvie? Yeah, okay, I also put this, and it's like, yeah, maybe also a show you were interested in, but just couldn't watch this season. That's yeah. from that, from the year, yeah. Okay, you can start if you'd like with your, uh, Yeah, pick. okay, so, um, Kakuji Goto, mm. right, for one. Um, that's, yeah, and from hearing you talk about Rose, it definitely was like, yeah, okay. Um, I should watch this, I definitely should. Um, but also... And this is not my fault. This is a problem. That okay. Why is no one distributing this? The Mr. Love anime. Why oh, is no one? Yeah. Why is no major distributor picking this up? This this is like a huge mobile game. No joke. Come on now. I need to compare it for research. <laughs> actually, I've not actually I've not touched the game in a long time, so I actually have no idea what's going I mean, on. And you probably so know whatever's in, whatever's in there, right? You'll know what's in the yeah. the anime problem. No, but I'm I am very curious. Again, I have no I have no knowledge at all what the anime is. I'm very curious how it is. Like, is you know, like, and it's very it's very fascinating how like anime adaptation 
adaptations of these things go. Like, oh, are they going to make an original character to stand in for a main character? Or are they going to do a weird point of view thing? Because, again, it's one of those things where there is a character you're playing as, but also they're your avatar, right? It's very interesting how like, you see, like, Otome and, like, you know, other Dane Sims of this sort, like, choose to adapt and make a main character at all if they do. So, yeah. I... I could probably try to go out my way to find it, but it's just the fact that it wasn't on any major distributor that I was like, no, I have to do work to like watch this <laughs> thing. I kind of don't want to. Um, so eventually, I'm going to find a way to watch it. Uh. <laughs> All right, Trixie. What did, what did uh, you got? There are two shows that I wanted to get around to this year, but last year, but couldn't. Uh, one was uh, Villainous, uh, which I Ooh. heard was super great. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I think you definitely like it. Yeah, it seems like it'd be my thing, but I just, like, I, I couldn't make the time for it. And uh, mm-hmm. Doro Hidoro was uh, the other uh-huh. one. Uh, I know nothing about that except oh. uh, for the character Noi, who, uh, who looks amazing. Uh, oh, yeah. And I've seen enough art of her to know that I would like her. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Also voiced by my favorite uh, voice actress of all time. So there's oh, also yeah? that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So those would be my picks for uh, on the back burner. Those are good ones. You will have fun with both of those mm-hmm. whenever you get to them. I can tell you that. Yeah, totally. Uh, how about you, John? There's a lot of stuff that I started and didn't finish this year. Um, or this past year, I should say. Uh, uh, Magi Record is definitely on there. Um, I didn't finish um, Dor Hidoro as well. That was something that uh, we watched a little bit of in Shoot Chat, and we didn't finish it. Um, but I guess to be different from all y'all, uh, part of Ranman, uh, I mm. kind of fell off of that one because of the whole COVID thing where it like paused and picked back up. Same with uh, Gal and Dino. That was another show that I need to actually finish. Both of those shows I did enjoy, but they both fell off because of the COVID thing, and then I just didn't get back around to uh, picking them back up. Because there were other shows that started airing, so, you know, splitting my time and all that. But, you know, I do eventually want to check those out and finish them. Especially Gal and Dino, because, you know, like, I I liked Apari Ranman, but it was definitely something that, you know, I felt like I would have, you know, maybe I could have watched a few more episodes, and if I wasn't feeling it, I would have dropped it. But Gal and Dino was just great the whole time, so I definitely need to, like, I need to finish Gal and Dino, but Apari Ranman... You know, that'll be a we'll see sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, I think that was something like... There weren't that many of them, but this was definitely the first time that it was just like, oh, wow, I didn't... Uh, I I only stopped watching this because it stopped existing. Yeah. <laughs> For a hot while. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, mine is uh, Yashahime, because I watched the first four episodes and was like, hell yeah, and then haven't had the time for it because i've been doing a bunch of other stuff Mm -hmm. um but i know that i will like it i know that i will like it so it's just a matter of time right um all right was there anything written in for this one or was this another post haste edition uh let's see here um i have to search let's see this was a back burner uh uh, Karara also answered Galandino. I feel like that might be a running theme. 
for a lot of people. Uh, they didn't get to, around to watching that because of, you know, all that shit. Uh, Robin answered Jujutsu Kaisen. That's also mm-hmm. a show that I've heard a lot of good things about that I, you know... That's great. Sure it rules, yeah. Um, let's see here. Um, Duder answered uh, my teen romance snafu, whatever that's called, uh, season three. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, Boston's answered Kaguya season two. Those are good, those are good ones. All of them. All yeah. of them are good ones, too. <laughs> catch up on mm-hmm. at least i know like that uh that uh snafu one that's the last season so that's like the end yeah yeah that's insane why would they do that <laughs> I, I don't know. i've never seen her in other pictures i just know other people who like it and i have no idea what's going on mm-hmm. i was like i've never seen this girl before all right <laughs> all right next up we got three more categories okay all right most Sprint. yeah all right so let's go most disappointing okay I'm going to start with this one. BNA. Uh, All right. I am the big trigger person. I love anything that they throw at me most of the time. Um, Like, I mean, like I, I mean, Gridman wasn't like one of my most favorite ever, but I still enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, And I, especially at the ending, (laughs) let's say, Uh, (laughs) but um, like after that, that was like their last show I can think of. Other than Promar, Promare, Promare, um, and I love Promare. And then they were like, "The Promare team is making a new anime," and I was like, "All right, cool." Promare didn't have many issues in it, like they usually do, so this will be great. And then it was just nothing, which is weird to say for a trigger show because usually there's like a lot of something going on, and then some. Uh, uh, other something's going on that you don't want to talk about <laughs> or think about. Mm-hmm. But this was just like a whole lot of nothing and then like weird race science stuff that wasn't intentional, obviously. It was just like, it was just a, eh. It was a very eh series. That's how I felt about it in the end. Even if I really like the character designs, I think the characters are still fun. Uh, it looks great, sounds great. I just, I was expecting a lot more from it. Um, all right. Elvie, how about you? Um, I have, like, multiple, I would say. Um, but, uh, the um, so, like, if you recall Inspector, Inspector was, had, had a lot of promise, but it yeah. just became very dull and, like, stretched out. And it was clear they didn't know what they were doing. They were trying to stretch out this whole one case. And, you know, it definitely was, did not meet my expectations of what I thought the series was going to be. So, I don't know. Um... God, and the day the day I became God is another story. I think that's that's a, its own category for what happened to that series. It's not most disappointing. It's it's more than that. Oh God, um, and Elena too, as we talked about, it was just had a very misleading, I think, premise. But I think for me personally, God of High School, another webtoon disaster. Yeah. It was. It, it's stunning. It has beautiful animation. The action is incredible. It's smooth. They had took no shortcuts. This is such a beautiful production. And even the promise of the characters who were fun. We had like a, like fun character designs. And again, this is this is a tricky thing where I don't know. And I've mentioned this many times when I was talking about the show, watching it. Like I don't know if there's if this is how this, the, it's just the webtoon. Like is this is this their failure to adapt how it, the webtoon presents itself and whatnot, or is this actually like how the webtoon is? Um, as, and as far as I know, there is like, like a chronology they messed around with the order of things, but 
it became such a shit show at the end. Like it, it became a very confusing mess of the plot. Like I think I think the problem is they didn't establish the setting well. They didn't do a good job of like investing more time in the characters. Like again, like you, Rose and I, we were talking about like you know we have the 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 the, the typical shonen trio of friends, and they keep they keep they, they keep showing their friends, but they don't they're not really investing a lot of time to show why they are friends. Like they don't show their time. Um, it tried to be a show of too many things at once. It wanted to be a tournament show. It wanted to be a typical shonen, and then it wanted to like jam pack all this occult and interesting mythology stuff at the end. But they didn't explain any of it. It became just super confusing at the end. Um, and now I don't know if any of that's going to be answered because I don't know if this show will have a continuation. Because everyone was just saying this, really. They were just like, uh, uh. uh <laughs> 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 right. Right. It's a, it's a case example of it looks great, but in terms of actually understanding what's happening, it's not great story-wise, right? Um, at, like, at all. Um, which, which is a shame. It had so much promise, I think, of being and And again, as someone who's like a Dragon Ball fan, it, it would have been an interesting new iteration if this got big in terms of like uh, like like you know a post dragon ball thing like oh finally a new a new take on the journey to the west um story you know because that this is what this series is drawing upon as well and the creator themselves have outright spoken yeah i'm very inspired by dragon ball and as one who's watched the series and very indulgent about it like and uh, about the whole franchise like it's very clear in that and it shows through it but alas it does not show through in this anime unfortunately i think would in, co- in, in being concise and coherent at all, it just looks good. Yeah. And again, I love the stupid like dubstep opening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. It's pretty sick. <laughs> all right, uh, Trixie, how about you? Uh, I so I did also uh, struggle with this one a bit. Uh, I was uh, my original answer was Tokyo Sinks twenty twenty, but uh, like I. Uh, that was, uh, I had talked about that already, so I could yeah. also go with, uh, the second season of, uh, ReZero, and that's solely because it, uh, it was split up the way it was, resulting in very unsatisfying, uh, yeah. cliffhangers all Have around. you started that new one yet? The new one? Nah, nah, I was going to soon, though. <laughs> I was gonna say, some, you're, you hit the nail right on the head, it was split up so weird, because the very beginning of this new season felt like, like, this should have been the ending, is what it feels like. like oh my it, god. It mm-hmm. has the most, like, like very triumph, like, here's what's gonna happen next time. And I'm just like, well, that, you should have ended with that. Like, you shouldn't yeah. have just ended with, like, a guy getting punched. Yeah, or, like, I mean, I I understand why they couldn't have done, like, the whole, like, two-core thing, like, and they, like, it's it's a COVID, like, yeah. because of COVID, but, like, it, it still leaves a lot to be desired, even just the way they handled it, and it was mm-hmm. really, that, that really, uh, put a damper on me, like, getting into the season of ReZero as much as I wanted to. I'm sure once all of it is out, uh, and I can just watch it like straight through. I won't like feel disappointed yeah. really. But the way it is right now is just man. Why they have to do it like that? I I, I totally agree with you. Even I, I yeah I wasn't like too, but definitely compared to the first season where it just you watch it all the way through and it's like yeah uh, yeah it's a mess. All right, um, John, how about you? Okay, so my answer is maybe a little unfair, mostly because... So, 
You know, uh, most of my anime watching time is spent watching a bunch of long animes where, you know, it's the same shit. So, you know, I don't watch that much stuff. So I'll just say that I answered Kaguya Season 2, not because it was bad, but just because it was a little worse than Season 1. So, like, comparatively, it was a little disappointing, but it was it was still good. You know, like, I wouldn't put it under worst, I wouldn't put it under bad, but of the shows that I watched this past year, it was the most disappointing show that I watched all the way through, I guess, that, you know, was something that I had a an expectation for, and it didn't live up to the expectation. I guess that, that is how I would put it. Makes sense. Sarah? Mm-hmm. Uh, any write-ins for this one? I'll tell you in a moment. Let's see. Maybe not. I'm looking. Let's see. Everyone was just pleased. We're just the critics yes, over so. here. That's good to hear. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're the ones. Um, Robin answered uh, Tamayomi the Baseball Girls. Oh, oh yeah. Because, you know, that concept art made you think. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> the work left a lot to... The, that first episode... This is the one where... The animation... This is the one where the production was shitty. Yeah. Like... Yeah, but it was like, like it was weird. they were airing oh, the unfinished version and then like <laughs> uploading like a day later, they would upload like a better version that looked, but it wasn't just like, you know, some sketches being changed. It was like completely different yeah. work. It was like insane. Like background, there were backgrounds that were CGI 3D rendered, but meanwhile, the other version had just drawn back. Yeah, it was it unreal. Was really like legitimately two different productions. Like what happened? <laughs> Very God. strange. That's All it. Right. That's it? Okay. Next up, second to last category, we'll go with best ending. How about that? Uh, okay. All right. So I said... Oh, no, you know what? Trixie, you can go first this time. How about you? What do you All think? All right. Uh, probably, uh, I don't know uh, if this would be the most popular answer, but hey, a camp uh, for me was easily... Uh, in, in 30 <laughs> seconds, it did... More than a lot of uh, longer uh, endings did uh, in the year. So, also, I remember it the most of any ending uh, from the past year, even more than uh, Isaac's ending. So, gotta give it to Haya Camp. Bold choice, but I respect it. Hell yeah. uh, John, how about you? Uh, my answer is Sleepy Princess. Um, honestly, I thought about answering Sleepy Princess for best OP as well. I just <laughs> yeah. thought that both the openings and the endings... I, you know, that show just had the best music of the year, I would almost say. Like, like uh, Izoken, probably a little better, but Sleepy Princess was just so catchy constantly. I loved it all over the place. All right. And Elvie, how about you? I would say the Jujutsu Kaisen. I'm with you. That's what I put I too. And, yeah, yeah, it's it's a bop, and and the and the sequence itself too is really fun and cute. It's incredibly good. Uh, yeah, I was uh, well, well, I I already liked that show from the first episode, but when the second episode came out and had the opening as good as it is, and then the ending as good as it is, I was just like, wow, all right, they're going all in on this one. <laughs> a good series um all right anyone in write-ins for this one john write-ins for best ed let's take a look folks 
Let's take a look. Um, okay, Shulis didn't answer that one. No. Uh, Aries said Galandino for best ED. Oh, that is a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, is Kiramogger, is that a, 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 a Sentai? I think so. All right, Robin. <laughs> Robin said the Kiramonger character endings. All right, you can you can take that to the you can take that to the bank. Uh, Duder said other side from id invaded. That was a pretty good one. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Uh, and that's it. It was like a guy shouting, "I'll see you on the other side." It was like, "All right, <laughs> sure." It was very. It was interesting. Um. <laughs> Okay, uh, then last we have the category. Of course. Favorite anime. Mm hmm. John, would you like to go first? I would love to. Uh, hmm. You know what? I wrote down something for this when I wrote it down, but you know what? I think at the end of the day, I'm changing my answer. Whoa. Um, I originally wrote down Izoken, but. After finishing it, and after thinking about it a little bit, I think it's Sleepy Princess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Damn. Enough categories win you over. It was just like, yeah. So, I I will say, like, Sleepy Princess is definitely not, like, artistically better than Aizouken. Aizouken, like, if we were, if we were going to say, like, overall best anime, it would definitely be Aizouken. Because, like, that is, like, artistically and spiritually and just as a piece of art, it is definitely superior but I had so much fun watching Sleepy Princess, and it was just a delight from start to finish. And I would, like, show it to pretty much anybody. You know, it's that kind of show where you could just sit down and, like, watch an episode with some friends, and it would just be a good time. So, yeah, my favorite anime this year was Sleepy Princess. All right. Elvie, how about you? I'm going to go, like, a... Uh, a three ranking like first place second place third. because i this again this is one of those difficult things like oh favorite anime all, all time lowest of the year so so i'm gonna go backwards right third place um my next life as a villainess that was mm. really good it's really fun and i yeah i forgot like it actually does have a season two confirmation i believe so i'm curious what, what what the hell are you gonna do with that um but um yeah, that was just a really legitimately funny show, and it's just refreshing to kind of finally see. And I'm, I've been aware of this genre for like a long time, where we kind of see the weird, I don't know, like inverse version of Isekai, where it's like a, a girl getting Isekai as a character she didn't want to be or something. Um, right? It's a whole genre in itself. Um, so it's like nice to kind of see that um, and be exposed to that for the first time. And yeah, what they did was just really fun. It was not. It was. It would. The people writing it were behind this. Were, just knew what they were doing and i think it wasn't mean-spirited at all it was just a very fun show that finally oh this is just i don't know somewhere to the book book isekai which was again it's something i dropped like a long time ago but i'm aware that it's been that's been you know similarly that's been resonating with people in the certain way where a lot of people clearly have like isekai fatigue mm-hmm. and to see stuff like this pop up was just is just very good and for once actually subverts it a little bit second would be decadence um Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, that's it. That's all that. Holy shit. Um, and yeah, first for me, personally, is Isaacin. Again, just a very good show overall. And I think even for someone, even for people who, like, have, com- are completely detached from anime or even understanding, like, what cartoons are, like, 
I think this is something that would be very successful. Very successful for someone to be exposed to, especially on an educational level. And definitely should be forced watch. Well, no, don't force people to watch things they don't like. You know, don't don't have to do that. It, but it's good to pitch to people like, hey, this is like an excellent show on so many levels. Like from an artistic standpoint, from like an anime fan standpoint, and from someone who might work in the animation industry. You know, like this is like a very incredible labor of love. I think. Mm-hmm. All right. I also have three uh, to go through because I couldn't uh, pick. Uh, third is right. decadence, just like you. Uh, yep. <laughs> I, uh, I, you know, I, I bemoan original works failures quite a bit because it's so disappointing <laughs> when someone is like really trying, and then you can just tell like something went wrong in production, a bad direction, something like that. You know, just having to fill for time. It's always a sad thing. I don't. I, I don't think, like, the ending to Decadence is the most amazing thing ever, but mm-hmm. it was consistently good in a way original series don't tend to be. Um, right. And I really appreciated that. Especially because, like, from the offset, it looked like a very boring show, like, with the concept art and everything, right. and then just it completely turning that away and just being really fun in a really doofy way, too. Uh, mm-hmm. But so confident. So confident. <laughs> I really liked uh, two is Sleepy Princess, because just, again, blown away by how it was continuously funny, and it's just a great production all around. A lot of heart put into that fucking gag anime, <laughs> like, just <laughs> the detail in the animation, the all the music, and the, the monster designs and stuff. I know that's from the manga, obviously, but it's just like, ugh, making an anime about a demon lord thing and actually having Castlevania monsters in it is like so good it's so good it's not enough people smart. are doing this mm-hmm. um and then my number one is uh the book isekai <laughs> a of a bookworm <laughs> just because it kept being really really good i have a degree of the isekai fatigue and uh it's just like every you know like we talked about this before john like slime our problem with slime is just like eventually it just got tired right it just like mm-hmm. You, you you get it like it was novel at first that he's like building a city and doing all this other stuff but then it's just like it keeps going and doing all this other stuff and it's just like uh this one just like the level to which they get into the depth of like her goal is to make books and it's like two seasons in and she's made one book because of how hard <laughs> it is to make books in this fucking medieval time period like she's inventing the printing press and all these other stuff like it's uh, it's so good to just like every time in that show where it's just like, well, we're going to need money for this. And she's like, have I ever told you about pizza or something like that? And it's just <laughs> like, she's like, we're going to open a pizzeria and then that'll be our money to make books or something like that. And then she almost killed someone, right? Yeah, That's she did weird. almost kill someone. <laughs> um, just, just insane. They just like- introduced like the knights and all this other stuff at the end like they had hinted at them before and the first season had like these plant monster thing but it was just like yeah things get real later or whatever <laughs> it's uh it's interesting uh, especially as it gets into the politics of that world i think uh in a way that shows they really did their research into a society like that um mm-hmm. what it was like back then in a realistic way like having apartment buildings and stuff like that which you know a lot of old in fiction is just everyone had a house in the village, which is insane conceptually. Like that's mm-hmm. not very realistic. Um, so yeah, I love that show. 
Um, all right, special guest Trixie, lay it on us. All right, this may shock you, but it's Isaacan. <gasps> oh my god! What? Yeah, I know. The I just I can't get enough of that show. I watched it like probably a total of like four times as it was airing, or something like that. Like watched it four different times with people. Like it was just. I could not get enough of that show, and I still think about it quite often, uh, long, like, long after the fact it's aired. It's been years and years, but, uh... (laughs) Feels like it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Isaac and just all around, uh, my favorite show of that year, uh, I hope that, uh, more gets made, and if not, I just wanna, I just wanna read, uh, the manga so I can, Mm -hmm. like... Like, I just hope it gets licensed soon. It did? I would re- oh, it did. Nice. Yeah. Apparently I'm pretty sure. I'm really out of the loop then. I, I think some issues have already come out, some some volumes. So. Well, that'll be something I'll have to uh, read up on then. That's totally. for sure. Mm-hmm. We did have some answers. All right. Shula said Gundam Build Divers Rerise. <laughs> nice. So there you go. That's your answer. Shulis, you love that show. Uh, you know, I, I, I feel I feel a little bad because, you know, I feel like a lot of people liked Gundam Build Fighters. And then the second season was really bad. And then they did like a third. I think this is like the fourth season. I'm pretty sure. Because it was like first season, good. Second season, like everyone dropped off of it. Third season, I don't think was like good enough to like bring people back on. But it sounds like the fourth season was really good, but it's just gonna go completely under the radar because, you know, it was like, you know, it was good first season, a big slump, and then it came back up, but nobody wants to come in in the fourth season, you know, so it's a bit of a shame. Um, Karara says Izoken, of course. Um, Eri also said Izoken. Um, Robin said, Machin Sentai Kiramonger. Ah, <laughs> oh, here we go. Uh, Duder actually also said, Gundam Build Divers Rerise. So, maybe you know it's what? just really good. You know, we don't know. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. And I guess we gotta check it out. Yeah, you know what? Maybe we should. And Boston's <laughs> also said, Izoken. So, there you go. That is our anime of the year choices from everybody. Thank you so much for taking the time to send in your answers. Uh, it was very fun to hear what folks thought about this past year in anime. All right. Whew, that was a while. Whew. That was yeah. For 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 a bit there, I like before we did this, I was thinking like, oh, we could talk about other stuff. But no, we did, it took us two hours to get through all that. So I think we're good. <laughs> I want to I want to I want to do two things first. Okay. And that's it. I just want to say I want to give Trixie her spot to talk about anything she wants since this is a special occasion. Yes. We have Trixie. And oh, also putting me on the spot. Yeah, I'm uh, sorry. Hey, you don't have to. I'm just I want to oh, give I you the opportunity. Probably um, save that for less. <laughs> and then I also want LP to talk about the day I became a god because <laughs> it is <laughs> Really yes. something. Has reckoned some ripples online, yeah. And then um, we can stop. And, and I just... people who don't, yeah, definitely. I'll try my best to sum it up, but okay. So do you, we can save Trixie's for last, then, 
Let, let, give oh, us some time okay. to think so about it. The so good go things ahead. will be yeah, left. So okay, things, <laughs> yeah, so go ahead. Yeah, you have to right. say I, I some was, shit I, now. I paused. I wasn't sure. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Okay. Oh God, where do I start? Okay, I do kind of have to. I do have to kind of reiterate something. Some some facts first. Let's write. Okay, so again, the day I become God is an original anime by. June Maeda. June Maeda is uh, a notable writer slash composer with uh, Key. Key is a video game company that's known for divisional novels. So things like Air, Canon, Clannad, what have you. However, he's been doing like a lot of original stuff and Angel Beats was one of our assigned shows. And, you know, we've had like, you know, a mixed discussion about that where, you know, you know, our complaints of like, it's too short. Like there were too many characters. John hated it. So. <laughs> <laughs> John detested it. Wait. We didn't talk about the assigned shows. Oh, the best assigned show. We can do that oh, after. Do you want to go back on that? Okay. First? We no, can do, we'll do we that can right do it after. after. We can do it after. Yeah. We can do it after. Okay. Well, um, and the day I become God is like another attempt at that, um, another original show. Um, and for me, I've been like, you know, as, as for anyone who's been listening, as we recall, I've been like praising the show like consistently, like yeah. watching. I was like, oh, this is legitimately funny. I was like, this is an improvement from something like Angel Beats. I have not heard seen Charlotte, which was another show, and I think he did another thing. I've heard mixed things about Charlotte as well. Um, but I was like, yeah, this is like legitimately funny. I think like his, I think again, I'm talking about this one man because. This is specifically his. Like, it's it's pretty detached, I think, from the rest of the key team. I don't know any other na- notable names, but he specifically aligns himself as, like, the one, like, writing this and all that and directing it. Um, and, like, I think, I think his strong points is in comedy. And really, I think where his credit is due in terms of actually succeeding and doing a coherent romance or drama story is because, thanks to his colleagues... At key, you know, it's not. I don't think. I don't think that's where his strength lies. I think it's because he's working with other people, um, who's like get, keeps him in check as well, um, as I will go into. So again, the story of this is this guy is this, this teenage kid. He's in high school. He runs into like this young girl who's claiming, "Oh, the world's going to end in a few days." So much of the series is them going day by day, doing weird shit and just stupid antics, and it's just really funny. Like they're trying to make a movie. He's trying to save a restaurant, and none of it makes sense. But it's just funny. Like it's just like stupid shit because. You know, it's like his summer vacation. And he's like, okay, if the world's going to end in a few days, whatever. Like, I might as well have nothing to live for and just do whatever I can to make this the greatest summer vacation. And he realizes, like, oh, he's also helping this girl. Because he, he doesn't know what her deal is. And, like, his family just decides to take her in. Because, you know, and they're just being vague about it. They're not telling him the truth. They're like, oh, we have a family friend. And this is their daughter. Um, he finds out eventually that she has some sort of, like, messed up disease or something some sort of degenerative disease which again is a huge problem Jun Maeda has he loves to use this trope of like chronic illness as like a plot point and whatnot and then the main character has to save her which is exactly what happens but it does it he does it in the worst way ever um and this is where and and then they don't explore they don't they don't re-explore this until the last four to three episodes of the show they introduced this random hacker guy. I don't know his name. No one who's watched the show knows his name. Uh, <laughs> and it's re- he's related to the girl in, in the way that they reveal this girl. So, so what's keeping this girl alive? She's supposed to be dead. He meets the parents of this girl. She's supposed to be dead a long time ago because of this disease she has. And she's and now as a result, she's kind of like delusional and doesn't know like the truth of like what whatever. Um, there is a quantum computer they chipped in her brain, and it's keeping her alive. 
that is what the whole show is like Hell yeah. and uh and and it's ex- and it's it, they're using that to justify why she for some reason seems to have foresight on things like she's claiming she's a god and then she's right on things for some reason there is a fucking sup- supercomputer in her brain and that's the twist like that is the twist of the show and in the last three episodes i think i don't know what happened i don't know if the hacker guy snitched on her I don't know. I don't know what the events happen. Oh God, I don't. But anyway, somehow they find out. The government finds out, or some sort of people important find out. They they kidnap her. This is the last three episodes again. Like the the, the all first nine episodes, comedy, slice of life. Last three episodes, a crazy like insane soap opera drama. Um, yeah, they take her away. And then there's like a time skip three months in where like the group of friends, the main character's like, oh shit, we got fighter. The hacker guy's like, listen, I'm going to redeem myself. We only know this guy for two episodes. The hacker guy's like, I'm going to help you find this girl again and save her. Um, and he does so. And he disappears and is never seen again. He's done his job. Never figured out his name. Um, and um, this is the most ableist anime I think I've ever seen. I'm going <laughs> to say this worry up front this is this was like disgusting i have never seen any anime do this it's insane um and you know i've and, and like this is remains a problem across all me we kind of we, we always see this ableist trip of like you know uh, you know and this is not exclusive to my issue with key and how they abuse this trip of like oh the main character has to save this chronically ill person that's their romance route this we see this a lot in other things but to the extent of how this is done was really disastrous he the main character sneaks in somehow in this medical institution where the girl now is unfortunately institutionalized and taken away. He somehow like gets in without any security whatsoever. Like he's he's like a dumbass. Like I don't understand. But anyway, he's let and he pretends to be a research assistant. And this poor girl is like, she was she was pretty much lobotomized. That was the implication of what happened here. Her hair was cut off. It's like fucked up imagery. We see this like girl who's like kind of near comatose and vegetalized in a bed. So this, so like he's trying to, he's trying to get her back and it makes no sense. And it's like the most, it's the most inconsiderate thing where he's like, listen, I, again, he's lying that I'm a research assistant. I'm trying to monitor this girl. And in route, his, his roommate overseas, he wants to get his friend back. Um, and then like, you know, like the, the, the actual professional there, like, I don't know, I don't know what her position is. The actual practitioner there is like, listen, I'm also assigned to this girl and I'm going to keep my eye on you, whatever. And he, she makes it clear she, this girl is like sensitive now. She, she was, she was literally lobotomized. Like she, she, her brain at this point is like not what it used to be. She's basically disabled. And the main character is like forcing like his interest on her, trying his best to make, cause so basically she has no memory and he, he's just making her upset this whole time. At some point they're trying to play this weird like copycat of Dragon Quest and he's just yelling at her. And she's getting upset and crying because she's she, she's sensitive now to loud noises. She's like not in a state to like handle these things anymore. And it was just it's just mind boggling, really bad. Like, how in what way is this telling me as a viewer that okay, this main character deserves to have the care of this character who's now like in a poor like you know in, in a lesser state than they were. Um, this is convincing me she should stay at this place now because clearly this main character is ill-equipped to take care of her. And ultimately, he does, which to me was the most insulting thing. He literally was being shady to her this whole time, trying to convince them, like, "Oh, I need to take care to take care take. I need to have the rights to this girl back." And then, <laughs> then they just let him do it. He fucking snuck into this institution, 
which I'm pretty sure is illegal. Pretended to be a doctor. <laughs> and they let, they give him the rights to take this girl away. And then what's even worse, they just take her back to like, to friends. Like, oh, she's back home, guys. It's wonderful. And she still has no memories of like who she was. She still clearly is not in the right state to be taken out of like hospitalization. And you're telling me, like, this guy who was just yelling at her, like, triggering her, like, senses this whole time has the right to her. Also, they fucking say, I love you to each other. First of all, he is a teenager. She's also, like, 12. I want to reiterate. There was no romantic hints at all between these two at all until this end. Makes no sense. And the last shot is him, like, pushing her in a wheelchair. I don't, um, like, there's just so much more I could t- go into. But the point is, it tried to pose that this main character, like, had to, like save this girl from an institution, but he was actually shaded to her this whole time. It makes no sense. He clearly is ill-equipped to take care of her, let alone them. And for some reason, they just let them take her. And the worst of all is, they don't answer what the deal what, what the deal is her issue. So now that this weird quantum computer thing was taken away from her brain, how is she still alive if that thing was the key to keep her... There are so many questions left. <laughs> and it was done in such a disgusting, ableist manner that I don't know what I don't know. And then, and then, yeah, just to cap it off, I know June made a deleted Twitter account. Um, it just, it just, this, this finale, con, this, this finale, just, 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 oh, God. I, he, didn't, he didn't just delete his Twitter account. I'm talking about this. <laughs> he didn't just delete his Twitter account. Didn't he, like, completely vanish off yes, the face of the earth? Yeah, he vanished. Yeah, I think, I, yeah, like, they had, you know, like, you know, at when every, whenever a production of something closes, they usually have, like, a party to, like, with the staff and all that. Every show does that. Every movie does that. And, like, he did not show up to his own, like, party capitalizing the end of his own show and people are like what happened to this man where is our boss you know that's what happened they did find him he's fine yeah like he's not like dead or anything but still it's 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 it was just concerning it's very hilarious yeah i don't feel bad for him like what the fuck is this yeah yeah no it there it was it's it's really distasteful it was wow oh god oh terrible mm -hmm. It just, it just, it, it not only had the problems over, it resolved nothing and it answered no questions, but it did it in such a distaste, distasteful way of like, yeah, this is fine. The main character is totally justified in his actions. And like, it also was totally unprecedented too. His character did not act like this, like prior to th- these episodes. It just went off the rails and needed to be extremely melodramatic and edgy for no reason in such a way that was just not okay. Um, so Yeah bad it was really bad it, like it had no research whatsoever as to how how the process of like institu- institutionalization works and like what the actual experience might be whether it might be traumatic or whether like you know there's like you know there's like many arguments to like and how that could be a horrible experience but it clearly was they, this was clear written from the experience from the outside you know and it was just it just was not good there was no there was no there was nothing good about this it was bad it was I, I like my rating from this series like went from like oh good to like outright a full on maybe one on the mal system and it, but it's actually a two and it would have been a one if it not were for the fact that the rest of the series was actually fine um, but what an awful what an awful thing so I I have recommended the series before I do not recommend it now <laughs> uh-huh. and this this is this is why this is why we have to be careful now because especially with stuff like decadence where it decides to do a twist in the first episode. This show did not do this until the last three episodes. Now I can't trust the three episode rule where I just, <laughs> where I judge a show based on the first three episodes. Now it's like, oh, the rug can be pulled under me like to the end. So giving me trust issues. 
Uh, <laughs> don't watch the show is what I'm saying. It's terrible. Um, awful, awful. Oof. All right. Here's our last category that we forgot then, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> which is more positive. Uh, best assigned yeah. show. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm not going to make any assumptions here. I'm going to say I have a good feeling what me at mine and John's is. Uh, <laughs> you can, you can say I'm wrong if I'm wrong, John, but I'm saying my favorite was Princess Principal. You're absolutely right. It was Princess Principal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, God, you? I <laughs> fucking loved that show. I would, I really loved uh, Hakumei Makochi. It was mm. very cute. Yeah. Um, very pleasant. I, you know, like, I just adored that whole world. And like, oh, little people. I, I just adored it. I just adored that little... I guess I guess people would call that cottage core now, right? Like, that little, I, don't know, yeah. I guess that's true. <laughs> no. I guess, unfortunately, yeah. No, I, I love it. I love the little concept that they have going, and it's very creative too in how they dealt with it. Like, yeah, there's these little people. How would they live in a world like this where animals are still to scale, right? It's very cute. Uh, Trixie, did you have one for this? Either? Uh, yeah, I I didn't watch all the assigned shows, uh, but I did uh, really like what I was able to watch. Uh, my two favorites, because uh, I like them both equally, were uh, Magus Bright, which uh, blew me away. Uh, I watched the whole thing. Uh, Hell yeah! Was really uh, <laughs> I win again. It uh, <laughs> the thing that really won me over the most about that show was uh, the way it wrote about and handled uh, trauma specifically. Like that's yeah, uh, that's something you don't see handled with uh, such uh, care and nuance as uh, mm-hmm. Magus Bright does it. Uh, easily my favorite part of that show uh i love uh i just love chise a lot honestly i will plug the supplement books which i got a couple of for christmas uh where it's just the author saying hey i'm a huge nerd do you want to learn literally every single book that i read to write this and like other things and it's like just a panel by panel dissection basically (laughs) of the entire that's pretty good that's awesome really good there's like yeah. a whole like index at the back with every book that she read. It's like three pages long. It's like wow, that's uh, that's brilliant. Yeah, uh, and then the other one that I uh, really liked a lot, and I know that I'm definitely alone in this opinion, but uh, Gourmet Girl Graffiti won me over <laughs> easily. Uh, no, a- it uh, like I'm a sucker for uh, shaft shows in general. Not all of them. Some I think are kind of dire, but uh, this one, uh, all the characters I thought were really uh, pretty stock characters. I would say as far as like their characterization goes, but the way they uh, develop in the show and uh, the way character interactions are was uh, pretty fun. Uh, I really got into the cooking aspect of the show as well. Uh, mm. Definitely. Uh, motivated me to actually start learning more cooking in real life like for real see so Hell yeah so yeah uh definitely i did try to cook uh everything in every single episode uh wow i wasn't always successful uh but uh it was a fun challenge nonetheless oh that's uh, great and one i want to try again once i uh pick up uh more cooking skills uh so even it has issues. I'm. I won't get into those. Uh, <laughs> but I. I don't. I don't think the issues are bad enough to where they would seriously uh, damper my enjoyment of the show at all. So I would. I'm pretty fair. confident in saying that. Okay. Make Girl Graffiti was a very fun and enjoyable watch. Okay. All right. 
Let's yeah, look at that's let's, let's see if there's answers. Um, um, no. Uh, Robin answered Katana Guitari for best show mm. uh, sign. Mm. Yeah. Was that last year? Oh my god. <laughs> I know. Yeah. This, this, oh, I was just thinking. Okay. I was like, when Sorry, never mind. Van? That, was, that was my that's <laughs> no, my answer that was, now. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> oh, are you allowed to pick your own damn show? That feels like cheating. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well that's it. That's that was the only one that got answered because you know, y'all should watch oh. the shows that we watch, folks. Come on. That was that year. That was last year. That was last year. Oh man. Oh, Wow. Okay. Um, uh, all right. Yeah, Trixie, here's your spot. You can talk about anything you want if you want to talk about anything. Uh, all right. Um, well, uh, first off, thank you very much for inviting me back. Uh, it's, uh, oh, it course. was very fun to chat again with you guys about anime, uh, and, uh, all that. Uh, the, I, uh, 2020 was a hell of a year, uh, in many regards, but, uh, as far as the anime goes, it was, uh, more all over the place than, uh, I would say previous years have been, I think, uh, and, uh, I would say that, uh, it was, uh, quite a, 2021, uh, is also looking to be fairly interesting, uh, I think, as far as anime, so we'll see about that. I don't really have too much to say about me except uh that i uh really enjoy the podcast listening to it every couple weeks uh you guys are such a blast to listen to uh all the time Uh, it's a nice way to kill a couple hours every couple weeks so thank you very much for continuing doing this podcast uh you guys are the best uh and i hope you uh i hope everyone has a better 2021 Let's hope. We wouldn't be here without you. Absolutely. We wouldn't have started this podcast if it was just me and John, probably. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Now we have, we got, yeah. It's great. All right. And you you are always welcome to come back on. Yeah, like of anytime you want. If you just feel like hopping on and just talking some shit about some anime, just, you know, let us know. You know, we'll figure it out. We'll reschedule for you if we have to. Uh, all right. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Um, I realized something here. We didn't pick a new show. <gasps> Whose turn was it? Wait, is it the, the patrons? Patron pick? I believe it is the patron pick. So let's look real quick. Uh, and I'm going, and I'll shuffle it around. I'll go, ah, ah, ah. I'm going to move my mouse line around. I'm going to move my thing. I'm closing my <laughs> eyes. Oh, we did that one. We did uh, <laughs> my eyes are closed. I'm hoping my cursor's on the same screen. I don't know. Maybe. Uh. Okay, I clicked. You want to uh, do ping pong? Ping pong. All right, we're doing ping pong. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Hell yeah. Sure. All right, All right, there. So we're yeah. <laughs> gonna watch ping pong. Sorry, I didn't remember this until just now. Um, I'll play great on audio. Just me going, uh. Um. Look, this is now. You all can see the uh, rigorous uh, choosing uh, quality that we go through. Control yeah. that we. 
Go on. It's a difficult process. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that is pretty much exactly how it goes. Um, An unenviable position, really. Yeah. All right. I mean, so yeah. yeah I, I, I mean, you know, we could have asked Trixie too. Oh, know, Trixie, back. do you want to pick? We can always throw ping pong out of there. Trixie, what yeah. do you want to do? Yeah. Is there something <laughs> you want us to watch? It could be on the list, or you could just pick something. Yeah, out of the blue. You know what? Ping pong is such a good like choice pick that I can't I can't even top that. Uh, okay. So yeah. I'm confident in uh, letting y'all watch uh, pick ping pong. All right. Okay. And I hope y'all I enjoy that one. All right. So yeah, next time we're gonna watch ping pong. Ping pong. All right, let's go. This Hell is yeah. that's the end of the year. 2020 is dead. It's gone. It's over. We're gonna pretend we're not right doing game of the year tomorrow. We're just gonna pretend oh. this is the end. We're all done. <laughs> no more 2020. Uh, yeah, thank tri- you Trixie, all for joining you, me. As you course, are yes, lucky. <laughs> thank you all for joining me. Uh, Thank you again, Trixie, for your special guesting here. It was great having another person. Uh, And we'll see you all. I was going to say next year, but it's 2021 now. So uh, we'll see you this year. (laughs) See you all next year. A whole new fun year of anime. A whole new next year this year. Uh, Thanks for listening. Bye.